0: Hi guys, I'm Ken, I'm Dino, and welcome to the ninth episode of our show, For the Love of the Game. And as you can see, we have our special co-host for today, Ateneo Blue Eagles assistant coach, coach Sandy Arespa So hi coach Sands.
1: Hello, uh, thank Ateneo, you for inviting Hans. me. It's a
0: pleasure <laughs> to be here. Thank you, thank you. Ayan. So
1: dito sa so
2: show, makikita nyo ang lasalian ang lasal sa yan, friends, no? <laughs> <Mag-rumaduate> na, <pag-rumaduate.
0: laughs> and, I'm sure Coach Sandy is really looking forward. Um, uh, yung ating special guest para sa yung, ngayong gabi. And uh and for our uh, viewers, uh thank you very much for tuning in. Uh it's already episode nine. Uh almost 5 weeks na tayo sa quarantine and yun, kaka lang, lang kaka-modified enhanced community quarantine in Metro Manila and sa amin din sa Rizal so hopefully you guys are doing well in your homes uh, but you know, I'm sure you are looking forward sa mga namin ngayon and uh, yun, just share your comments on what are you excited about ano ang gusto nyong malaman sa ating special guest so just comment on, comment them and uh, yun ete try namin basain mama ya. And yeah. before yeah. we go even further, Dino, I think it's important for our viewers to uh, remind them: kung ano ba yung uh, special uh, mission and purpose natin, bait nating ginawa to.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, just to share, lang, especially for our first-time viewers, since I think this is the first Taekwondo athlete, no, or taekw- related sa Taekwondo yung geges natin, no? Tama ba
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think for our first-time viewers here, uh, the reason why we created this is because apart from walang <laughs> to I work, I don't sports events, but it's really during this quarantine, kasi a lot of one of the most highly affected, uh, impacted community is the sports community. So I think for sure, including me, dami na ng work and we want this we want to send the message to everyone that uh, we can be that that positive light we created this show and podcast to be a channel of inspiration for our fe- fellow uh sports fans no whether you're a sports professional you're a coach you're as- an aspiring athlete or if you're just a big fan of sports you're, you're, you're you you can you can you can use this channel to be your source of inspiration and maybe open up opportunities for you especially pag dating ng panahon na na bumalik sa sports so yun. Um, And of course, I would like to invite everyone to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram at for the love of the game PH. If you're not following us yet, and of course, at Twitter, namin, have Love OT Game PH. So you can check us out there. So and watch out for our episodes come uh, episode. Etong o, remainder of August, kasi may lineup na, na kami all the way up until September twenty three. No, so where we've already lined up our guests uh, moving forward. And I also wanna thank no. Uh, before we even uh, introduce and bring our guests in, I wanna thank a couple of people. Uh, of course, the Dream Team. So si Marion, our production head, who's been supporting us since the, since I think episode three, no, from behind the scenes working and making sure that we are in check every single episode. And yon, we're we're. to to making sure that our episodes are perfect, running running perfectly. And of course. Yung, yung kita yung mga graphics na milo, no? these guys make it happen. See, si Neil Fernando, who's our lead graphics, making sure um, ang gaganda ng mga ginagawa namin dun sa content namin on our Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter. And also joining him is Jod, who's our, he's the creator of In the Zone page, so it's a Facebook page also. Um, he's the one creating also yung career highlights, ni Pauline. Uh, career highlights nila, Edward Koleang. So he's the guy behind it. And if you see sa credits yung work done, um, shayon. And then, of course, the one who creates our trailers, the one who makes uh, life out of every episode, siya yung unang release nam yung trailer is iSkouwa. So he's working with Coach Topex Robinson as well. So if you want to create those kind of content, these are the guys you contact. So let us know lang or message them directly. All right. And of course, Ken. Mm-hmm. Tayo, no? um, that's right. Give away, give away
0: tayo, right? Good. Ayan, get a chance to win home-baked goodies and one liter of milk tea courtesy wow. of Sarah's Bakery and Sip and Tea. Ayan, si Coach nakatikim niyan. <laughs> <laughs> diba, coach? So, yan please follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Baked by Sarah. And uh, Sip and Tea, fresh tea every day. So, follow their Facebook and Instagram accounts. So, yan try and
2: Ang natikman ni Coach
0: And of course, Ken. Ken, uh, uh, 10% off courtesy of Comida Foods. So all you have to do is message us directly kami Lino, So you know our uh Facebook and Instagram accounts. So it's different from the Sarah Bakery, and Zip NT promo wherein you have to share the live stream to get one, one raffle entry and then set it to public. So yeah,
2: Correct, correct. So, tapos, uh, unfortunately, Yakin,
0: 205. Oh, yung 205 BGC. Uh, unfortunately, wala muna yung kanilang promo ngayon because due to the modified enhanced community quarantine, they have to close down for two weeks. So, very evident yung effects sa atin, no? Uh we really tough times. But yun, just follow them on Facebook and Instagram at 205PGC. So, so yun.
2: Hopefully, hopefully, makabalik na, no? And, and I think by that time, we can all, already give out back yung giveaways ng Chicken Wings. paborito ni Ko <laughs> <laughs> And
0: of course, yun. Then... Also, follow our other sponsors, Rice Princess follow me on Facebook and Instagram and also a Valley Packaging PH so just follow their social media accounts ayan
2: ayan and Ken, I think you have you wanna acknowledge a couple of people, no? na mabatiin lang natin, right?
0: For this mm-hmm. episode. May naman nagpapabati happy birthday to the following so Dian Nicole Moncada from Obstacle Course Racing Gaby Estimada Ginto from Fencing Ricky Marcos from Volleyball, Christopher Buraga from Squash, Chrissy Pabulayan from Judo, Unyong I Moonville Estrabella from Tong Il Mudo, uh, Jaisa Ana Gabuya uh, from Vovinam, and Raymond Hamelo from the Philippines of Shookball Association of the Philippines So hopefully yeah. I didn't mispronounce oh, Pinapapati
2: niya ni, ano, ni yeah. Sir Gap eh So hindi ko alam yung ibang sport yung tong il mo doon Hindi ko, ko masyado
0: kasi saan <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and, rin, congratulations Yeah, congratulations to the newlyweds Sea Games gymnast Christina Onofre And Anjo Loberanes On their wedding last Monday Ayan, makakainkit right. kayo <laughs> Sige, hindi
2: pa kayo, kinasal na kayo <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> kasi yung ko para pero <laughs> anyway um, Coach bakal you wanna share what what are you excited about for tonight's episode no so while waiting for comments then from our viewers uh, maybe share a little bit about what makes you excited for this episode
1: well I think I'm I'm excited to you know learn um, story ng guest natin and you know journey yeah, And I think the topic for today is also very interesting. Diba? in bouncing back. Uh, especially with regards to our guest. Diba? Uh, mag- maganda, yung, maganda yung topic. And, you know, our guest also has had a lot of experience competing um, internationally also. And 20. she's won a couple of gold medals. So, uh, iba yung Iba yung psyche siguro uh, ng taong to, uh, and especially when it comes to, you know, handling defeats and losses and bouncing back. Uh, that's gonna be very interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, to hear from her.
2: All right. thank you, Coach. I'm actually excited because I'm going to practice English here, Coach. That's what I'm excited excited. Because before, you can really speak Tagalog. But now, it's a perfect opportunity to practice my English,
1: right? So... Uh, Dino, me and Ken, we're used to speaking English. So... <laughs> Well, 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 well. i <laughs> anyway,
2: I forgot. I, I can forgot. be yours. I can be Ay, yours. Ayun, coach. <laughs> so, ayun, Ito, alam, coach, we're So, of course, you know, you Coach. We're announcing lang. Um, we're supporting, theoretically speaking, it's also a podcast. Um, major art side siya, and then really um, marketing side of things. So, Gabe Norwood may give away. Um. Alamigot dito yung gilas uh, jacket no so ang mechanics ng jacket wow. and courtesy of Gabe Norwood ah. niyan. so if you guys um, nice. want to win this giveaway you just have to like and follow on Facebook and Instagram gnorwood5 so your facebook page ni gabe norwood and his instagram account and also next you the one producing this uh, podcast on your facebook and instagram so So, share Next Yuri's giveaway post on your wall, right? As a caption, your biggest takeaway from their podcast episode with Gabe and tag three friends that should hear about this interview. So, sa Facebook yung kagawin yan. And where can you find that episode? On Spotify, you look for Theoretically theoretically Speaking by Next Yuri. So, episode one is actually Gabe Norwood. So, if you want to win that uh, giveaway, um, just follow the mechanics. Uh, don't forget to tag next curie. Make sure your post is on public so that the next curie team can see your ending. Note ayan, hanggang August 8 na lang. The winner will be announced by this Saturday. So giveaway is for Metro Manila resident only. So if I were you, I would head out, um, go to next Curie and watch the, that another uh, podcast and share your learning, maybe. You could wait that
1: giveaway
2: away from Gabe Norwood himself. Diba, siya, coach, siya yung captain, no? Yep, yes,
1: yes. yes. Yeah, perfect. So Yan, it. What? yeah. Of course, we tayong... yeah, have the captain.
2: What's the problem? we get to Metro Manila? So we can go to the <laughs> <laughs> Ayan. Okay. So, of course, we before we even bring in our guest, we have a certain uh, rules of engagement Down. So, because our guest is gonna share her journey here and maybe be an inspiration to a lot of Filipinos and also our viewers for tonight. Uh, especially, me iba fans niya. Um... Yeah, take this opportunity to honor. Maybe ito na yung time of to honor this person. Um, you haven't worked with this person or this person has, has in, inspired you in some form, shape, or way. So, perfect opportunity to affirm this person and maybe ma appreciate niya, yung message ninyo. And also, um, the person, I, I know this person is really deep. He will share a lot of uh, great learnings and. I'm um, inviting you guys to engage with us uh, by sharing your dreams as well so maybe makita na iba tao we can talk about it no uh during this episode kung makita namin na maganda maganda nung na share nyo na learning and also perfect opportunity to also ask questions dito sa guest natin for tonight or maybe you go chanti no or um bakit inili ng guest natin sa ati ngayon hindi salasali diba pwede mo yung tanong yan diba ipatay na natin ngayon ready-grade yung mag-debate so uh, perfect opportunity to ask questions. Um, yeah, as much as possible, we wanna read through everything. But of course, due to time limit that we have moving forward with our episodes, because ay nami Um we will just look for worthy comments or worthy questions. That doesn't mean na hindi magkating comments nyo? Maybe uh, make an effort no para at least mabasa natin yung comments and questions natin to discuss here in this episode. As much as possible, gusto namin lahat. But due to time limit, of course. Uh, ginati everyone, so I hope you guys understand, um, but of course, guys, just engage in our conversation again, honor our guests, hear your learnings, and ask questions, all right? right? And of course, I just want to thank uh, Rebel Sports for giving us this, and Coach Jeff Perlas of NPU Pirates for giving us this shirt coming from last episode training list natin, so tayo ng shirt, so maraming salamat Rebel Sports na shirt from so, Pilipinas na Pilipinas yung colours. And abangan nyo magkakaroon kami ng shirt ng Fortelove of the care of Rebel Sports dude. So guys, check out Rebel Sports if you're looking for a uh, perfect uh, apparel for your sports uh, needs or workout needs. Okay? Ken, I think that we missed stay before we introduce our our guest.
0: Yeah, we're good. So I think it's about time we introduce our special guest for tonight, Dino. Okay. So
2: she's introduced para babe Ermina, Miss Poblata miss anything wala na no, wala
0: na wala na okay okay perfect
2: so I think it's about time we introduce sir ah, shout out to muna tayo guys um, Ken I think I just wanna shout out a couple of people um, Gab Ferreras has been watching us since episode 4 so he's watched Coach Sandy. No? so hello sa ating lahat Coach Sandy, welcome aboard yes thank you yeah, so thank you. Gap thank you. has been supporting us yeah and also Pareto from episode 2 pa um, all the way to episode 9, this guy has been supporting us High school student, Dr. Pinotto Um, I salute you for always uh, supporting us and tuning in with us Thank you, thank you I hope you're, you're going to learn a lot from this episode as well Okay And Ken, about time
0: right. Yeah. Ayan, our guest for tonight is a 2013 Asian Youth Games Gold Medalist A 2014 Pan-American International Gold Medalist a 2016 asian taekwondo championships gold medalist a 2017 korean open gold medalist 2018 asian games bronze medalist and a two-time sea games gold medalist and is also an avid los angeles lakers fan and also knows uh one language aside from filipino and english we will find out about that later <laughs> so before we formally introduce our guests uh Please watch our video.
3: I keep telling everybody this, it's the mental preparation. All athletes, no matter what sport, we all train the, the physical part. We all know how to move. That's, that's what we've been doing all our lives. But what sets that champions apart is the mental training that you put in is the, is the mental training that you put in
0: welcome in the two-time SEA Games gold medalist and Filipino taekwondo sensation none other than Miss Pauline Lopez. Hi, Pauline. Hello,
3: you guys. Thank you so much (laughs) for having me. Yeah. That video hyped me
0: up. Yeah, Pauline, how are you doing uh, this time during the quarantine?
3: Um, you know, just trying to be busy um, as much as I can. And you guys can hear me, right? You guys can yeah. hear me, you guys can That's hear me. Good. So, we good. We good. Okay, good. <laughs> Wi-Fi is working.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, you've been very busy during the quarantine and one of the things that you recent- recently did was to launch your own uh, YouTube channel, right? So, can you share a bit of a story behind that? Yeah
3: mainly because um so while i was in quarantine i thought to myself okay i have much more time now i can shoot these um videos i can show what i'm doing but also it goes i think it goes beyond that because what i've been watching honestly is um a lot of michael phelps videos on youtube um a lot of nike ads on youtube a lot of movies like um uh what movie did i just watch recently um just something to watch so that i can feed my mind the positive and right things you know to get me out of bed um to get me to put my shoes on to train um to get the proper nutrition to stay healthy so i decided now you know what i'm gonna create vlogs mainly because what if there are other aspiring taekwondo athletes out there or other young people who are following me so i want to inspire them the same way the other videos were inspiring me so that's like the story behind it and of course I also just wanted to show my other side, like my girly or funny side that a lot of people don't really know about. Because um, I just wanted to create uh, a safe environment so that everyone can, you know, uplift each other, or they want to smile, laugh, um, get inspired, or get motivated, and all maybe try a workout, a Taekwondo workout if they haven't tried it. So that's the story behind it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm sure Coach Shanti, your fellow Athenian, was also excited upon viewing your uh, new episode, right, Coach? Uh, definitely. Uh very, very
1: interesting. Very interesting, definitely. Uh,
0: yeah, Coach, ba may gusto ang tanong to start off? Well,
1: uh, I would, I think that uh, you know, I'm a basketball coach. I uh, but immediately my curiosity you know it, it got my attention when they mentioned you're a Laker fan right so <laughs> how long have you been a Laker fan and have you been watching the Laker games uh, in well, the NBA yeah. bubble
3: actually um, I got, I've been trying to study the NBA bubble because one it's not just in the basketball I was also trying to see how can athletes create this in the Philippines or how can we do this you know when you pick the phone I was thinking like so I said to myself you know what I am gonna try and study the NBA bubble and on top of that I just kept watching the vlogs of certain athletes um oh my gosh I'm so bad with names I think it was actually like McGreen but he has a blog yeah. um about yeah, how agreed. it is inside the bubble yeah, I'm so bad at names, but I promise you <laughs> I know the faces. But anyways, yeah. I've been studying the bubble. And then on top of that, I was watching the games. And it's just been so interesting because how are these teams going to perform without, you know, the crowd, without the hype? Like, if you're really that good, that's what it matters, you know, uh, like the mentality that they have. And as a Lakers fan, come on. Like, I've been living there since I was about eight or nine and growing up you know my parents my older sister um that's kind of how like we bonded you know like um filipino parties in the states one is manny pacquiao games like you already know win or lose is gonna be a party so another thing in our family is watching the lakers win or lose it's gonna be a filipino fan party no question that so that was like our way to like um was their way to like bond also. So, being a Lakers fan, I remember always it's the back and forth. I don't know what year it was against Boston Celtics, where it was like game one, game two, game three. And then, come on, Kobe was smashing it, was killing it. So, it's like I can't forget it. <laughs> and yeah. until now, even when the Lakers were like not good and in that phase of like getting better and better and better. I still was a fan I mean in anything in any team there's gonna be the highs and lows and as a Lakers fan look at them now it's time to shop
0: number one in the West right yeah,
2: yeah. Did, did they secure the number the, the number one
0: seed already yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. pretty much yeah.
1: yeah yeah. and and LeBron's just cruising too so yes.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> Getting ready for the playoffs. Ah, oh, <laughs> right, right. perfect, perfect. <laughs> He's very... Uh if Pauline Pauline has been a loyal Laker fan ever since, no? I'm a, I've been a loyal bandwagoner ever since. So <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: So
1: I you know, I have to switch teams. So now I'm gonna. I mean I'm you get to appreciate
3: who's good, right?
1: yes yes so i have to be a bandwagon i have to be true to myself and i have to be a bandwagoner because i've been like that ever since so tonight i'll be a laker fan yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah i think yeah, for- i think just yeah for for a starter i think Pauline, can, yeah yeah i think thank you thank you uh Pauline, for sharing your thoughts around the nba i think everyone ex- is excited that it's back and i think it's a good. I don't know for, for you guys, but I think it's a good news that there are other sports that are back na right now. Um, maybe it's a good indication and a good sign that the Philippines also will Philippines right? It, it, people can get to compete na again. Coach Andy can train his, with his players na and, and compete for another championship, no Hopefully, they yeah, not think the but... But, yeah, I think... I think the NBA being back is really a good sign. I think MLB is back na din eh. Major League
0: Baseball and uh, NFL. I think it's going back na din. Yeah, okay. that's right. So, Colleen, uh, just to uh, go back to our quarantine topic, actually, you've been training for the Olympic qualifying tournament before the quarantine happened. So, I just want to know, what's your first reaction upon knowing that the qualifying tournament for the Olympics was postponed and how did you adjust uh, after roughly five months from now?
3: Okay, so what had happened was um, coming off from Sea Games, like I went to the States and I was still training over there, even though you know I had a couple full weeks or a couple of days off. But usually, when I go home to the States, it's like training with my dad, just training with different people. Um, but my mind was really so set on. Olympic qualifying anything I did from that point on you know coming from sea games anything I did was like this is it like this is what's gonna make you better for the Olympic qualifications you know eating right sleeping good um, training really hard Um, like the relationships I had with like my parents like it was like listen guys this is our dream so I need you to not you know disturb me let's our conflicts like in check because I don't want to be mentally like not there when I'm in training. So, uh, um, Inspire Academy, we were training there. Um, I believe it was around end of February, going into March, because we're supposed to have a tournament. In in uh, what the tournament is gonna get postponed, I was already thinking to my head. Okay, the first thing was don't think of this as negative. Think of it as you have more time to prepare so there's always that hope in my heart Nah, no matter what it's going to happen we just don't know when so you have to keep your mind your body your heart right that olympics is still happening so of course in anything when you get this like sudden change sudden news um I was heartbroken because it's like wow the momentum is there but that's the thing I prayed to God and I said Lord give me the strength to you know handle things that I cannot control because um a little fun fact I'm a control freak (laughs) I'm a control freak not just in training but um like outside so when things are not scheduled the way I'm like expecting in my mindset I kind of like have a switch I kind of have to detach and think to myself okay how are we gonna handle this how are we gonna fix our minds and our bodies right to be prepped for the tournament so um like I said adjusting was really tough but once you get the first couple of weeks rolling it took me about four to five weeks I know it seems long but it took me about four to five weeks to it to really get in the routine of okay listen how are you gonna train without weight what are you going to do? How how can you sharpen your skills if you don't have a training partner? So I really had to study it well with my coaches and then also my um, own mental training, like watching fights, still staying in the loop what's going on, um, being aware also of the rules and regulations on um, the protocols. How can we stay safe if we were to train again together? So I still keep it in my head that please don't lose hope. Right. Don't lose faith that this is going to pull through, that this is going to happen. So um I feel like I've said a lot, but you know, <laughs> like just adjusting, yeah. Um like great fighters in the ring or even great athletes um, in basketball, football, anything. If you don't adjust to the current situation, if you don't flip that switch, how can you win? So that's why my mindset was with um, adjusting to the lockdown. I was kind of challenging myself. Like, listen, you adjusted in five weeks during the first time. Now during this time, how are you going to adjust again? So I kind of have that like competitive side in me also.
2: Great. Yeah, so... Yeah. In, in addition, I totally agree with you. Like, um, sometimes we wanna control the situation, but when sometimes it it really doesn't pan out the way you want it to be. You had you have to find the way you have to adjust. And I think the way you're doing it, you're adjusting by still continuing on training and and still hoping and seeing the possibility of the Olympics happening and you being part of that competition. So um yeah we see that happening as well here in for the love of the game for for you pauline Lopez. and of course um i'm just curious how did you like of course you're on this path towards moving to the next level so you won the to see you won in the asian games and your next goal is to be on the olympic level and really getting that elusive uh, medal for the philippines uh, how did you grow up loving the sport of Taekwondo? I, I know from, from when we used to talk before, your dad wasn't as supportive. Knowing that he's a national team, I think you mentioned it to us, that he wasn't as encouraging as he is right now when you, were, you wanted to go yeah. to Taekwondo. Like, take us through that. How, how What was the situation like um, growing up and with the sport of Taekwondo? And how did you force yourself to, to push yourself and allow your dad to for you to...
3: Uh, being a Taekwondo athlete? This is like one of my favorite questions I always get asked. And it, it reminds me of this is where it all started. So actually my dad, he I didn't even know he was part of the national team growing up when I was a kid. No idea. Um, I just knew some way, somehow, this man did martial arts. And I was like watching a lot of um, like Bruce Lee growing up. Like, those are the stuff that I used to watch, you know, I wasn't girly. So, um, what had happened was, he was actually teaching like a part-time job um, doing, he was teaching Taekwondo and he, he brought me to work with him and I said, Dad, can I try to And he said, no, because I don't want you to get injured the same way I did when I was fighting." and all the more when he said that no this is not really like a, a girl's sport that's when like I had a you can't tell me I can't do something and, and when I was training um so I started around seven or eight but at like a young age of nine I want to say ten that's when my dad kind of saw potential in me like this girl is fighting black belts, and he's only, like, passionate about it. He saw the potential, and he said, you know what? Let's go all the way. And that's when I decided, oh, I really want to make the Olympics. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this, but my mind was so set. Like, I was just so passionate about it, stuff that I learned from it, looking back at everything now. Like, maybe when I was 18, I thought I knew everything because I was already, like, how many years i was fighting but no there's so much more to learn so much more to grow so i grew to love this sport not because of my dad but because of um i wanted it for myself so there
0: yeah actually coach andy you could relate to this because you also have a daughter Who's yeah. pursuing yeah. sports? So, uh, from a perspective of a father, naman coach, like Pauline has mentioned, yon yung uh, trying to convince her father to pursue a very dangerous sport. And naman sa part naman ng, as a father, a coach. Parang, how's the thought process in terms of uh, letting your daughter pursue a sport? Na, of course, nilaman So, pa na yun.
1: Well, actually, I think I could, re- like you said, I could relate. Especially the fact that uh, Pauline's father did not actually force her to, or did not encourage her to go to taekwondo. Uh, I think, like with me with my daughter, um, if she wants to play sports, okay. Uh, if she wants to, right now she's she likes to sing and dance more. Um, Pa-ibabaw yung sport. Na gusto. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to force her to, to play basketball, but at the same time, I ko thinking, like, what Pauline was saying, if my daughter would tell me, you know, dad, I want to be, I want to play basketball seriously, okay, game on. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's take this seriously. So I could really relate with uh, what Pauline was saying and I nat- ako din sa sinabi ni Polina, you know, uh, she challenge pa siya sa, this isn't a girl sport. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, because tamayan I, I think that I'd like my girl, my daughter, to have that mindset. Na Whatever she wants to do, she she can accomplish. Um, so I like that. I like that sinabini polinyon. That that's that's very nice. I like that mentality, Pauline.
2: Nice. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious, Pauline. Like, yeah, I'm just curious, Pauline. Like, of course, you winning all of these medals over the past couple of years. Um, the way you train must be really intense, right? Um, and the work ethic you put in every single day, uh, day in day out, you you put in the work. How did you get that mindset? Like, how who, who, who maybe is there someone that um became your role model in terms of that kind of work ethic or you just uh, grew up with it? Like, what's
3: that kind of, where did that come from? Okay, so that's, um, that's a really good question. So like I said, so when my dad um, kind of saw the potential, when he finally said, nah, I'm going to work with you, let's let's go all the way that's when there was a slip and there was a switch nah he said okay let's work really hard he switched from being my father to being a really um hard and tough coach um i don't have any um i don't have any like shame in saying this but i grew up with a coach not a father um he really pushed me so that when i was a when i decided to move out here he knew i was ready that i didn't need him always by my side that There's this discipline that I feel like I learned through him. Um, I saw that even outside of the sport, he's really hardworking. And on top of that, I think... um, So growing up, I don't know if I mentioned this before with you guys. My sister and my brother did Taekwondo as well. But they were... So talented, like they didn't need to work as hard as I did. Like they get things right away. They can do the kicks right away. They beat people up. And I'm just like, how do you do that? So I feel like I had to work extra, extra hard. So that mindset that even if I win, I'm gonna beat you with like 20 points more than you. Cause there's that like mindset that I think that it's not talent. Anyone can have talent, like in any sport, in anything, but it's, it's the work ethic, it's the work that you put in. So, um i didn't i don't want to say that um i was born with this with this type of discipline and and work ethic but throughout the years i've learned there's really no formula there's really no formula in winning um the the formula is work hard work hard and eventually um what i realized is not just work hard it's work hard and smart because through the years i've yeah of course i worked hard but then i was able to get injuries because I was working too hard so there you have to find this balance of working hard and smart knowing when to rest knowing when to you know what I need to just um, kind of pace through this um, training and then later on I can go you know go harder so um, it took me it took me a while to learn that but um, I think I bring that with me even outside of the sport like even now that I'm going back to I actually have to work extra hard because the classmates that I have already in their fourth or are, are going into fifth year, so I have to work extra hard to catch up with them, so I get involved.
0: Nice. Coach, you have a question, Coach?
1: Yeah, I have a question. Uh, you know, the, you, it's very interesting uh, You know what Pauline shared because it, what struck me there, you're not just working hard. There's something that you said that struck me that you want to beat your opponent by
2: by a lot. Twenty points. <laughs> Twenty points. I mean, <laughs> no, if, no I
1: mean if, just
3: like in basketball, right? You do not want that close thing. Right.
1: right. Uh, no. you know you it know
3: having means,
1: a ki- Yeah. Having a killer attitude I'm sorry.
3: is it's, though it's like so um it's lagging, but like um I just wanna share my dad so that in our sport it's three rounds, right? So if the score is yeah. high, you go into the fourth round, sudden death. Just like yeah. in basketball, you go to overtime, right? Right, right. But every time I go to sudden death, and even if I win, the my dad would always say, Why'd you even let it go to sudden death? So like, and that. <laughs>
4: that oh hi. Hello. Hi.
1: Say hi. 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 That's Pauline. She's the she's a special guest. She's the taekwondo gold medalist. <laughs> so, she, so she's gonna say good night now. Watch the <laughs> video of this, <laughs> <beach now, huh? laughs> Sorry, sorry. A,
3: but I mean, yeah, That's why I learned that if I can like get more points to um, make the score far, first round, second round, third round. Let's do it. But, um, yeah, like, every time I watch, the, uh, the one of the few videos that I actually watched was uh, a lot of Kobe's videos. When you when you really try to understand what he means by Mamba mentality, there's that spider killer instinct that you're gonna do anything you can to win and also to teach and to inspire. So um, that's what I'm trying to, like, pattern what I'm doing. Although it's different sports, you can always relate. So
1: oh, yeah. I was going to say because uh, in a way, you know some people say that you know human nature is if you have a lead you tend to coast because uh, you know that's that's human nature. But yeah. the, that what Pauline said separates a good athlete from a great athlete having that killer mentality. Um, especially at her level, I bet Internationally, almost everyone has that kind of mentality, right?
3: Yeah. Everyone's really good. Everyone's really good. I think what sets like the great athletes is the day of the tournament, how prepared they are, how, how not physically, because I feel like in all these tournaments, everyone is prepared. Everyone is, you know, butta. Like, so they say, everyone knows how to kick, knows what to do. But what sets those athletes apart is the will to win, the will to, you know, do anything you can in the court to give everything. I mean, for me, it's like win or lose. It doesn't really matter. It's did I fight my best? Did I put everything in there? Did I listen to my coaches? Did I trust myself, my training? So um, these are the thoughts that not a lot of people know uh, that go in your head before you fight. I mean, every athlete has those types of moments from instrumental training, but we don't see that. A lot of people only see the medals or the fight itself. So, Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a good thing that you mentioned that because you've racked so many medals, Pauline, but I think people don't really realize how tough really is your sport, uh, especially for a young athlete because it really takes a toll uh physically and mentally so can you discuss a bit about like what were the challenges that you encountered upon uh pursuing uh taekwondo as your sport
3: um so in the beginning of course it's it's all love and passion i was just up and coming um i was only 13 when i earned the spot uh of the senior national team in the philippines so can you imagine i was um, 13, I was fighting with people who are like 24, 25, 26. So I was just so passionate. I was so eager. I wanted to learn. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, there were some challenges. One, I was young. I was coming from um, the States. You know, I had to really earn that spot in the Philippines. And then I had to showcase everything I've got. Um, I had to prove to a lot of people that I am deserving of that spot. Now, when I was starting, you know, a couple of years went by, there's this, um, uh, how do I uh, put this? There's this, like, time where I had to question myself that I really love the sport. Um, Was I doing this for me? Was I doing this for a lot of people? So, those moments up until today, I thank God that I went through those moments because those are the tough moments that you really have to, bounce back, you really have to understand, okay, what is my purpose? What is my goal? Am I passionate about this? Do I love this? And it, it makes me fall in love with the sport all, o- all over again. So there's those types of struggles. And then there's also um, self-doubt, anxiety. Why am I feeling so anxious when I should be loving this sport? I mean, in any tournament, and any training, you should have this little bit of nervous kick. That means you're excited to fight, right? But I've yeah. had um, now I'm actually open to sharing about this because I've learned so much along the way. I've had panic attacks. I've had you know, how do I handle this? Like not a lot of people know this about me. I can't show my face that way, but I still have to go out there and, and fight because I love this. So imagine if I'm if I don't fight if I don't perform, there's many people that are watching a young girl who's who's inspired or who's watching. I- I- want to um, inspire them and showcase to them that, listen, even if you're having a rough day, even if you, you're you not as good as you think you are, imagine if, if it's the opposite of the what if. Imagine if you actually win. Imagine if you actually are able to showcase what you have worked so hard for. So those are the challenges and in the, in the mental side that um, I've encountered. On top of that is it's draining. This sport is hard. It takes a toll on your body, your mind, and just like in any sports, right? But it's because you love it so much. It's because you're so passionate about it. You have a dream, you have a goal. Um, For me, it's not just my dream. It's a family dream. It's the dream of our association to get a gold medal in the Olympics. So um, I'm really working so hard um, to keep this spirit high. So I'm
1: Nice. I have, a, I have a question regarding that, Pauline, because um uh, like I, I think you train together as a team, no? Uh, you train together, Tama, ba? when you have trainings. Um, but my question is like, for example, in a team sport in basketball, okay, mm-hmm. when the team loses, okay, let's say I'm a player, team loses. I could easily say, uh, ah, if only Dino passed me the ball, or if Ken just played defense, or if the coach just put me in for a longer time. You know, even viewers can also pinpoint, ah, the coach made yeah. the wrong move. Blah, 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 blah. But in mm-hmm. your sport, if you lose, you so, lose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you have no other, even yourself, you have no other person to blame. Yeah.
3: Exactly. No. So that is why yeah. at a young age, you have to learn how to be accountable. One, if you don't train, you don't train stamina, speed, endurance, conditioning. Okay, you don't have that. You have the talent, you have the skill. Okay, what happens to the third round if you need to kick 100 times? How are you, How is talent going to beat your hard work, right? So, one, it teaches you to become accountable. It teaches you, you know, discipline that you really have to work hard. But there are some coaches who, like I've encountered some coaches who say, Man, I'm so sorry. Um, I should have told you to switch. Like that's on me. That's my fault. Because what I was doing is just listening. However, I don't blame anyone for what I do. All right, not even blame. I don't put anything I do in the ring onto someone else because ultimately you're in the ring. Your coach is the only one. Your coach is only there to guide you. Listen, my their perspective is like, you know, the whole thing. So they see what's happening your perspective is your opponent. So you have like a much closer view, but your coaches is, is a much bigger view. And at the end of the day, it's, it's um learning how to adjust right away. And like, no, I'm not saying to disobey your coach. I'm just saying throughout the years, what I've learned is I need to know when I'm going to agree to that or, or kind of use it later on. So it's difficult. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, you have to trust your gut, your training. Um and you have to trust that you have to work your hardest and your best in the match. So um there there are fights, man, I could still feel that moment. There are fights where I really um that's the gala word. Bina dum ko kotalaga. As in until now. I couldn't even remember like any move i I made during the fight because that's how bad I felt. But those ones are the best type, because those are the ones that are like makes me better. Like they made me way better than I was um four years ago. So um, yeah, I that's why I love watching team sports because I try to also understand the mentality of it. Now it's not about blaming your teammates, but how do you guys work together? How do you guys move as one when there's so many, right? So um. That's why I really like watching basketball. You see the strategy, you see if a team, and I'm not even like super duper like into the, the technicalities, but you see if the team is aggressive or they're chill, but they know when to strike. So yeah. that's why I, I watch team sports so that I kind of have an understanding how to work as an individual. And because I am control of myself, how can I do that better?
2: Right. um, I think... Yeah, I think having all of these things, I'm just curious. Um, you mentioned that you had certain, you were sharing earlier on your your struggles, your challenges of comp- being part of the national team, that's one. And of course, you were having doubts, um, nervousness, and panic attacks. I think a lot of people can learn from, I think with this question that I'm going to ask you, um, especially for our viewers, aspiring athletes as well. How do you, Manage those kinds of things because it's something that shows up, I think, in all of your competitions. Like, you you get nervous, yeah. you get, despite mm-hmm. all of that preparation. I mean, that's, I think, that's normal also for Coach Sandy and, and yeah. his players. Um, sometimes if it's a big competition, um, how do you manage that kind of um panic attacks? Yeah. Like, what, what's your routine? like, do you play? What do you do? Like, I'm just curious.
3: Okay, so there's like two sides of this. Um. One, we can talk about um, okay, we'll, we'll divide it into two. So my routine and one word that I'm gonna point out is grit. Grit is something that I've like studied throughout the years and how grit, my definition changed over time. So I thought it's just like push through, just keep going, forget it. you know, forget everything that's happening. Forget all the white noise and just push through it. So that's when I kind of developed that mental toughness nah even if my parents are not around mind this my parents haven't seen me compete for 10 years up until the 2019 T game so my parents were like never around i don't i didn't have support i saw my teammates have family around so whatever you have to push through it you don't need anyone else but just be there and fight right so as years go by i noticed nah, okay my nervousness is is a little bit different why am I having self-doubt why is why am I palpitating or why am I like breathing into a bag where I have to like hide because I don't want people to see me that way um and I'm I'm open to sharing about this because I feel like a lot of um athletes or a lot of young kids might be going through it and I think this is the best time to share one it's totally normal and it's okay i don't want to put a negative stigma towards it because i feel like so many people go through it and they think that man there's something wrong with me i totally want to tell everyone that there's nothing wrong with you it's just how are you going to handle it you have to find something that's for you so the one of the best things for me is pray like praying um i usually uh do this before i fight i do this and look up it's an acknowledgement that you're about to fight whatever you're feeling is totally valid Two, when I feel like I can't I'm not in control or, or I'm crying or I don't know what's happening I have to acknowledge what I'm feeling and take a step back and do a lot of breathing um, I've learned to do a lot of breathing and during this uh in quarantine I did a lot of yoga actually um, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even doing the movements but just learning to be still guys I'm telling you coach You know, being still and just listening to your breathing is one of the hardest things ever. Right? I can
2: agree (laughs) I I sleep. (laughs) I sleep sleep during that time.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Where being present, that is honestly one of the hardest things. That's why in my sport, I chose the sparring side and not the artistic side because I can't stay still. Like I'm yes. so fidgety and stuff. So try and just breathe and, and you know, your thoughts are just going to keep circling to whatever the issue or problem is. But if you're present and you're in one in your own breath, what are you focusing on? You're breathing. So your your focus, your focus point is somewhere else. It's not into the, into the item that's like stressing you out or making you breathe like crazy or make you cry. So um, those things, I kind of learned how to modify it. And on top of that, um, when it when it was like really bad, and I am open to sharing about this now because I'm older, but I had to seek my own um, like counseling or my own uh, one sports site, but also um, a therapist who I can just open up and try to, and without like um, bias or without any, you know, prior knowledge it was good for me to just let everything out and and try to understand why am I feeling like this? Do I have something unresolved? Because what you have in your mind? Your body's going to follow. So like I said, everything that I'm trying to do is up for the Olympic qualifications, whenever it may be. So I don't want anything in my head or anything negative to translate in my movements or or sparring or whenever that. So, um, yeah, just, it's, it's a process and I'm not going to tell you it's going to be, it's different for everyone. It's, um, it could either be like this, it's easy or you can, it'll take you a long time or sometimes you're not even, you can't even find the solution for it. But like I said, it takes work and um, research and kind of, if your intent is there, I think there's going to be progress.
2: I think before you guys ask questions, no I think I just wanna um, emphasize on what she said. It's about um, acknowledging the situation because I think before I went through a certain level of depression as well because I didn't know my identity anymore. So there was like, parang you you didn't find meaning in what you're doing or you don't you didn't find meaning in life. And and I think the the best the best way to handle it is really to acknowledge it first and then seek guidance and support from other people, which pauline did so yeah i think that's that's a good example of how to manage it because it's something that's gonna show up every everything i think a lot of times it's gonna show up and it's really about managing it i think if you agree with me coach Andy and uh, pauline you cannot take that out yung doubt self-doubt yung, or, um, yeah. that's something that you cannot take away like you cannot remove it from your life it's gonna it's gonna show up from time yeah. to time and yeah Ikaw, coach, how do you handle that, Coach Andy? I'm just curious, because see si Pauline having a grit, just pushing forward, and then acknowledge, pray, breathe, seek advice. Ikaw, coach, How do you handle think, that? I'm sure yeah. as a coach.
1: I think one thing that uh you know maybe similar to Pauline is draw from your own experience and you know, grit um heart. I mean divine yung laban, di ba? having that. Mentality yeah. na whatever problem you have de, laban to, laban to you're not gonna give up. But also very yeah. important is Pauline actually sought help. My um, yeah. therapist or sports psychologist. It can be your friends, um, mm-hmm. diba? family. You can share, yeah. you can open up. Uh, I think malaking bagay and like what, what she shared uh, is very important because iba yung alamung karin kakampe. You have someone on your side. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, I think that's very, very important. And a lot of people, you know, we talked about Pauline's uh, accolades, her gold medals, her bronze. But if you ask yeah. her, probably yung bronze, I don't know how she views that. But is that a win or is that third place? But a lot of people don't know yeah. that she mm-hmm. lost a lot of games, also a lot of matches. Yes. ba? Like. she also got that like. thing, it's not just highlighted. ba? Mm-hmm. so imagine the kind of pressure also that she went through with all of those losses. Yeah, very important, yung na share ni, ni Um, and uh, you know, we could you know really learn a lot from that. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I could relate to that as well. Just to share my experience briefly, like, um, like people mostly, if you 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 show like you're angry or, uh, yeah, something like that, it's really hard to un for people to understand why, and it's easy for them to say na, oi, ang eh. Like for example, if you lose a game, yeah. but. It's really, there's a mental and emotional side to that. And it's not because there's something wrong with you that you seek help. But I think it's more of knowing that you have a person who can listen to you. And not necessarily give advice, but, you know, just, you, you know, that someone understands you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the real world, people really have a hard time understanding, like, why do you do this this person has panic attack, why is, it, is mm-hmm. it she lashing out, ganyan, di ba? So I think it, right. yun, it resonates sa akin na, na yun yung mental health uh, that Pauline is talking about. Uh, I think it's really ano, ideal to talk about, especially right now, we're five months in the quarantine yes. already. People are getting anxious, Anxiety. people are getting antsy, uh, irritated.
3: busy as much as I can. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, all of the news that we that we see, about the, the number of cases, what's happening in, yes. in the government,
3: what <laughs> happened recently in Lebanon. So um, yeah. all yeah. of that really does <laughs> create panic and terror. But I think it's just managing yourself well and um, knowing that mental health is actually is is important. It's important. So. Um,
1: I like what Pauline shared about right? breathing, uh, med- meditating, oh, I guess. Being yeah. present,
3: that is so hard. I'm telling it's you, coach. It's yeah,
1: hard. hard. Super I hard. Hey, Super hey, hard. That's, that, that's a good exercise. Instead of reading all of these Twitter, I mean, shut off social media. Tapos breathe, meditate. I like that. Right. Super.
3: Yeah, it's so funny. I made my, so I do Zoom trainings with my coach, with our team. And I said, okay, since you guys are so talkative and you guys are, you know what? I'm gonna make you do an exercise. Just everyone, I don't want you to shut your your mics or cameras off. Let's all try and be present together. None of them lasted two minutes of someone talking or someone, you know, fidgeting. Not even two minutes. So I said, it's a good practice to get your minds prepared to whatever you're gonna do, or or get your mind out of the negativity because if you are present and then you open i promise you coach if you're ever mad or if you're ever sad or angry just try to do the breathing when you open your eyes and you kind of master it and i'm not even like i haven't mastered it at all but it's helping me it's really helping me to stay focused and be sharp
1: you, you also did yoga Deba you said
3: up uh, Well, because one, a lot of yoga instructors that I saw, I'm like, wow, they're ripped. Like I wonder what they're doing in their <laughs> <laughs> So I said, you know what? While I'm trying to be present, might as well put a workout in, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, yoga's very good. He's the teacher of Luke Skywalker in Star Wars.
2: Yeah, I I agree I agree sa breathing eh. I think that's something I struggle with. Ang sabi nga ng mentor ko nga he always tells me praying you praying is you talking to God. Meditating is God talking to you. It's really emptying and allowing the 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 universe to connect with you and download. Sometimes I do that, eh, yung one day I just lie down and do nothing, just ano lang whatever I invite whatever thoughts comes into my mind. Sabi ko, that's something that I ponder in. But for real, like, meditate, re- meditation really helps Because yung dami negativity, sometimes you have to stop and really take a pause in life. ba? Sometimes people just want to go Train time everyday train time, sometimes you have to take a pause. Eh? Like you're you're we're like machines as well that we need. Baga, we have th- this certain point of overheating as well. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah. It helps also you have an
1: outlet, Deba. Yes. Yeah. Pauline, I think it just train. Outlet. Man. <laughs>
3: I know. I'm actually really lucky that my sport, like, we're allowed to pick and hit people. I'm really lucky. But imagine athletes who who don't have that. I wonder how they're able to handle it, you know? So that's why I'm sharing my story because I want them to try to be present.
1: I I have a question up, so say like with basketball, you get all agit and ready, right? But when you, yeah, play, you like can't
3: high. do that, you can't hit,
1: de right? mm-hmm. So you're in a sport yeah. where actually you can get all riled up and then you, you can just hit your opponent, right? I mean,
3: yeah, So I feel like I'm opposite because um, what I uh, if you've seen like my fights from different fights throughout the years, what I've noticed for myself is. The best fights that I have are the ones where I'm more calm walking into my fight. Like um, a lot of my um, teammates and my dad and my mom, they would say, it's in your eyes. We know when you're ready. Like we know it when you're about to perform and we know even if you lost, we knew, you know, just the mere like mere, um like different movements, so small nuances, like they matter. So, um, I mean, in basketball, it's different. Like, they hype everyone up, you know, before they, they compete. But then, um, like, they can't hit anyone, like, intentionally, you know. So, it's it all has to be in the game, right? Yeah. So that's
1: interesting, <laughs> huh? that, that, that instead of you're at your best when you're, like, uh, you know, because when we watch you, you're at this, yeah, yeah, but you're actually at it your bends. best when you're calm and collected. Yeah.
3: Like in the beginning, like I feel like a horse, you know. You know, um, in sea games, what had happened was, I don't even remember hearing the hearing the crowd scream or hearing, you know. My mom said I was screaming for you. I did, I didn't even know where she was placed. Wow. That's nice. how like, it was so crazy. So. That's why when I watch my fight again, I'm like, oh my gosh, I did this pala. Wait, I did this? Because as in, I, my, the best fights I've ever had, I think those are the ones I forget it right away. Like, I just see the scoreboard and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I won. But what did I just do? Because that's how, like, um, what my sports psych, like, like, when I would read stuff, it's called being in the zone. And I'm sure Coach Sandy, like, you know this in, in basketball and in any sports being in the zone means being present really there and knowing or not even thinking ahead. You're not even thinking behind. You're just in the moment. So, um, those moments are honestly, like they're priceless. Like you can't trade anything for it. You can't experience it all over again, but you could reminisce and try to put yourself, okay, how can I do this for the next one? And it's, always different it's always different there's never the same one
1: i think that's also very important um what you shared pauline being in the zone and for the other people i think being in the zone doesn't necessarily isn't exclusively for sports
4: yeah you can be playing
1: with your friend and you'd be in the zone you'd be enjoying each other's company yes um, or watching or even
3: like getting in trouble from your parents you're in the zone you're in trouble you really have to <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that, that that's a very good um, I think challenge for everyone uh, how to be in the zone when, whatever you're doing Yeah.
3: I mean it takes it years of work time. yeah yeah mm-hmm. It takes yeah. years of practice and, and, you know, of trial and error. But once you figure it out and you don't even expect that it's going to happen, it's those are the best times.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, Pauline, I uh, you've mentioned so many mental hurdles. But I think one of the things that you highlighted in your YouTube channel was, you know, being anxious away from your parents. I don't know if the people yeah. have watched that already, but can you talk about being away from your family and live, living alone just to pursue your dream of uh, representing our country and qualifying for the Olympics?
3: I think it's a sacrifice. It's a really big sacrifice, but one that the decision of me moving here, it was easy. It was, I'm going to do it because this is our dream. However, it's leaving them. Um, you know, the flights or the rides to the airport, those are the hardest. The goodbyes are the hardest. Um, not celebrating my birthday with them, not celebrating their birthdays, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries. Um, those moments, of course, I miss it. Um, of course, it's hard, especially when I'm having a hard time. Um, I just want to hug my mom or, or be with my dad, and especially right now. Oh, my gosh, I'm trying not to cry. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But um, be, 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 be. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, what I do is I I always try to reflect and look back and try to remind myself, nah, you chose this and God led you here for a reason. Let's see it through. Let's just see the light at the end of the tunnel, whenever that may be. And win or lose, I wanna be able to say that I gave it my all. And that is, you know, not just the training part, of course, that's a given, but sacrificing, you know, my and I didn't really have a normal childhood, like sacrificing that, didn't really go to prom, didn't go to graduation because right. of what I wanted. You know, there's a bigger picture. So that sacrifice being with my family, moving here. Um, all of this is what I call the climb. You know, the cliche thing, it's the climb. Oh, how do you know? <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, our, our, internet, <laughs> our internet just sucked on me. I <laughs> <We laughs> tried the breathing technique, eh?
2: Did it work? Yeah, I was I was so overwhelmed with the presence of Sandy and the uh, Sandy and Pauline. That's why I, I took I needed uh-huh. the leader. I just had to go back. <laughs> yeah.
3: But uh, yeah, what we were talking about, Dino was um like how hard it is for me to be away from like okay. my parents and all of that. So all this sacrifice like I kept saying is this is my client. This is um the moment that I'm gonna look back on and say to myself, dang, I really gave it my all. So I'm gonna see it through and how do I cope up with it? We are so lucky we live in a time of FaceTime. Uh, Zoom. Um, yeah. there are times where I'm working out and my mom and my dad are just on FaceTime because they just wanna <laughs> see me. they just wanna see me even though we're not, you know, interacting. So I and and even so that I moved here, I'm already turning twenty four. I feel like my parents and I have grown closer, um, even though we're apart. Because all we do is is talk. We don't really have the chance to like you know physically be together and like, argue, fight, laugh. You know, so anything that's in my head or my mind, I'm I'm more open to talk to them. Um, same goes for my mom and my dad. My dad has never really been the type of father to you know tell his feelings or or to really say, congratulations, or I'm proud of you. But now it's different because we live in a time of, you know, we have to be apart. I can't really fly there. They can't really fly here. So um, we've gotten closer. We've, we've talked um, about things more deeply, um, stuff we never talked about, stuff we never really opened up about. And on top of that, we, I was finally able to talk to my dad about him, how does he feel about just being a dad don't be a coach to me. I'm, I'm old enough. You trained yes. me. You groomed me well enough to think on my own. So right now, it's really good. He's, he's working on just being a father. So um, I feel like these types of things, we can always look back and see it as, and I still see it this way. It's, I'm grateful that I'm going through this because it's a blessing in disguise. I feel like I would never be this close to my father the way I am right now you know, despite these types of situations. So yeah.
2: yeah. I think I think before we continue, I think it's about time we take a commercial break since it's already half time. But you know what, <laughs> yeah. I got I got lost I got lost in transmission earlier. So um later on we'll be reading some messages from people that sent uh, personal messages for Pauline and also uh, we're going to read through some comments and questions after the break. So this will take around four to five minutes. So, guys, uh, please stay tuned with us. So for Coach Andy and uh, Pauline, you can take this moment to uh, get to drink please. water. or Yeah, and please. we... <laughs> and Yoga. we Yoga. All right. So <laughs> Okay.
3: See you guys in a bit.
2: Yeah. So we're back.
0: Yeah, guys. Welcome back to our ninth episode with Miss Pauline Lopez together with our special co-host, Coach Shandy Arispa who is doing breathing exercise there. He's back already. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, hopefully (laughs) hopefully, everyone, you've been... uh, I'm sure you've been inspired so far by Pauline who's been very open with her stories and uh, especially about mental health. And it's very... uh, it's very fitting especially uh during the pandemic right now. And Dino I I think we have a special portion for uh, Pauline. We will read some of uh our chosen viewers yeah. questions. So I nawala yata I si <laughs> So uh before Yeah. So Coach Sandy, so far uh how uh what have you learned so far? say gitmo earlier, Ang mo ding matutunan from Pauline. So, what, what's the most important thing you've learned so far?
1: I think so. You know, a lot of things that Pauline shared, um, we all can learn from um, and how yeah. hello, she hello. approaches yeah. nice. uh, things. Uh, like I said,
2: uh, oh my god, uh, pandemic. <laughs> Can you begin? Yes. Okay, yeah. John. We can hear you. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. okay lang the breathing exercises. No, but uh, you know, I, I think I, I especially some of the things that uh, Paulina shared because it, it's really tough. is yun, you know, away from family, pursuing your dream, yeah. and what what she's pursuing is something that is not even guaranteed. Yeah. So you may not meet the Olympics at all. Right?
3: But I feel like I feel like I always try to like um you know that, that thing where a lot of um like CEO people or people who work in high fields or big fields, um, they always say that if you're passionate about your work, is it really your job? Right? So I feel like that's what's it's happening to me. Um because, you know, being a national team, we get, you know, monthly salary allowance. So basically, this is like a job, but I never saw it as a job. This is, you know, like my first year in the national team, I was like, oh, my gosh, we get paid. Oh, my gosh, we get free uniform. Like, like I grew up in the States, so I was actually a working student in high school. I, um, I worked at a Taekwondo gym. I was a front desk and I remember like I were, I wanted to work so hard so that not just in, in training, but like, you know, save up, earn so that I can compete because we have to pay for our own slides, for our own tournaments and, and doing classes, like training. So um, that's why I'm so grateful. That's why I love the Philippines so much. I love representing this country. They support you no matter what, win or lose, but it's giving that chance, you know, giving that chance, um, investing in, in athletes. So, um, Yeah. It's going to be a good year next year. I already have that hope, I hope.
0: Yeah. Right, I'm sure right. your fans are really excited for that. But Dino, finally, you're yeah. back. So let's go He's ahead. Back. And, yeah. The, the, let's in, go the internet, it, the blue internet blue. is killing
2: me. The internet is killing me. The internet is killing me. But I think Ken, it's, it's a perfect time also to read, to go through certain comments as well. I think right, it's a right. perfect opportunity. Before, before we go through the personal yeah. messages, so... Okay. Um, Maybe pick some comments right now. So yeah, this is from our friend, no? And a student of Coach Sandy, uh,
0: Carl Santos.
2: Hi, Ayan, Dino. A Pen, big and you
0: Sandy? Yeah, yeah. So naman no, special guest namin, hindi ka nag-hi. I'm a big fan of yours. She's a big fan of yours. Hi, Hello. Thank
3: you so much for watching and listening. Gumamit pa
2: ng aso, no? Gumamit pa ng aso. Yeah, also from I think you know this guy, uh Joseph Ramos. Oh, hello,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. He's a journalist. So hi hi sir, yes, Joseph for Ramos, me. for watching. Um at Also from one of our constant viewers, Gab Ferreras. Hi Pauline, shout out John. Thank you for always supporting me. I used to write your campaigns a grand prix, keep chasing dreams, oh, and hope yeah. to meet you soon. My question, ako na later. Yeah, yeah, later. Thanks. Burger, Thank
3: you, Gab. Yes, he's actually been supporting a lot of like my teammates and me, and that's so crazy. He knew about my Grand Prix, so that's a whole other story. I probably talk to you guys later about it. But Grand Prix is also a really big for Yeah.
2: Wow, oh, wow, wow. Of course, um, to one of our constant viewers, ang ganda ni Ate Pao.
3: Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <bless you. laughs> and
2: also, Janelle Pat. In addition yeah. to what you we were talking about, it's really seeking support and help. So it's really important to have yeah. a support system. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's about yeah. Just to add, I think yeah. Same person, keep inspiring Thank others. You. Pauline, you're such an amazing athlete. Thank
3: you, tanam yes.
2: Ayan from our one of our friends. Hello, Miss Pauline. Puede po pa shout out.
3: <laughs> Wait, how do you say his name?
0: EG, EG boy. EG.
3: Oh my gosh, that's my brother's name, also. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> so my brother's name is Luigi. Oh,
4: so, right. EG
3: boy, also. But hello, EG. I hope you're doing well and you're staying safe during this time.
2: <laughs> ayan, see, si Coach Sandy, my fans, deno. Ah, uh, Coach Sandy, great hosting. Uh... Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah was of course, let's run through certain, ano na, questions. No, from yeah, from the fan mail. Ah, messages, pala. Messages first, then then questions. Okay, so the first one comes from, yeah, the coach
0: of um Pauline. So Ken, yeah, coach go. Elmer. So Pauline no, Lopez. <laughs> yeah, Pauline Lopez is the kind of woman that can sacrifice everything, even her personal happiness, just for the love of taekwondo. Her greatest dream is to give honor to our country by getting that elusive gold medal in the Olympics. My most memorable experience of Pauline is when she fought a very good and tall fighter from NU Taekwondo. I told her, kaya mo yan, do the turning long, ngayon na. (laughs) Then all of a sudden knock out yung NU player. Same thing yan nung ginawa niya sa 2019 SEA Games Fighting for Gold last seconds of the final round kahit di ako yung nakaupong coach niya at that time, bigla siyang nag-turning long kick, at sobrang ganda nun, nakilabot talaga Ayan nice. and, and then ah, you know? At the Carla <laughs> Yeah, from Carla Alava, a former okay. member of the Philippine Taekwondo team and now an assistant coach for Sara Erillano Taekwondo Pauline is a for- is my former teammate in the national team and I can say even even before pa she has big potential not only in taekwondo but in showbiz then I always tease her na she really has a future <laughs> in modeling and I can still remember her answer no kaya ate with a slang tone <laughs> and focus. she was not <laughs> she's competitive and a very dedicated athlete grabe Lakas din yan sa oval <laughs> While tumakbo Maya never get extra rounds From Sabumim or Korean Long legged pa anyway My message for her Hi Pauline, I'm so happy to see you growing With so much achievements in life Keep on inspiring other athletes And be strong with your chosen path I'm wishing you the best in life And be a blessing to other people Keep your faith to our Lord God bless and I miss you Nice.
3: Oh, that's so sweet, Ate Carla. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah, funny. Yeah,
2: maybe you wanna shout so, out uh, Coach Elmer and uh, Carla. Yeah. So
3: hi to you, Coach Elmer. Say, coach nag-training like, kami kanina sa Zoom so nice. ka happened. Yeah. My like, gosh, he finds a way to like kill you. And of course, he knows I'm like I'm competitive. So you know what he does? He says. But I'm mo. Lack by the internet, so of course I'm gonna go faster. But um, so I started with him 2016 in Ateneo. He's my Ateneo coach. I, I never knew who he was, but I can honestly say he's just been so supportive ever since. Um, like before we even met, before I even stepped into his um, gym, I respected him fully because one, I knew his values. I knew how he handles athletes. And also the relationship that he has. So even if he's my coach, we have this, of course, boundary. But he's like a kuya also, like an older brother to me. Um, he guides me outside of Taekwondo as well. You know, life decisions. Um, we kind of created this bond. Na, if when he's sitting in my chair, he doesn't need to talk. He just says one. His his number one thing is smile. because of course I'm a tari when I fight. So when he says that. <laughs> It means that you got this. Calm down. Just trust in yourself. So, thank you so much, Coach Elmer, for your undying support. Un- I mean, unending support, and and always just being there no matter what. And to one of my favorite athletes, who I started the national team with, Atta Carla. Thank you so much. I miss you so much. And you know, she is one of the um, the one of the few or first uh, teammate I I've had, and who still like constantly checks upon me and always you know tells me good luck before i fight so um i i feel the love i miss you so much ate i hope you're safe and doing well
2: all right Bye, so thank you coach elmer um this was initiated by gab Ferreras who sent me the oh, message coming so from nice. coming from uh coach elmer and Co- uh kay carla yeah so, oh Coach God. Sandy, may mga questions tayo from our, I know, may personal questions coming from fans, Nipolino. No? So, the first one is from Gab Ferreras. Okay, Coach
1: mm-hmm. Sandy. Yeah. Uh, have you seen any significant improvements in your style of play? That's the first question. And the second question is after your playing career, what are your future plans? Would it be something related to taekwondo? And the last one is, I know you're from Kyorugi. On a lighter note, sinunga close pal at favorite teammates mo from the Pumse national team. Aba? Para may something
3: okay. there pa
1: yata. Duna? And
3: then, so. Gab is also friends with a lot of the Pumse national team members. So, um, well, let me just answer like the bottom one first. So, yeah, yeah, um, I think that's the I'm most not important as one. As <laughs> no, no, no. Before I, like, think about, like, the other ones. But before I forget, from um my close friends from the Pumte team would definitely have to be Rina, Junior, Giselle. Those are the ones I kind of, like, grew up with also from Junior National Team. So if you guys are watching, shout out to you guys. Hello. And in terms of my fight, so my improvements from my style of play would definitely have to be um, I'm more aggressive and – and the other thing is, is I'm definitely more. I know it sounds weird, but I'm more patient now. Like you can be aggressive and also be patient because before, I just not really have a game plan or not the one. There's always going to be a game plan, but more so, I'm just gonna keep keep kicking because I feel like stamina was like my strength, and I feel like even today that that could also be it. But I didn't really like think things through. Like why am I kicking so off? So um now i feel like i have better or i'm doing better in that and my timing is definitely part of it and then um wait what was the other question
2: okay playing. so really? for my
3: future plans okay
2: yeah After knowing yeah in, career, in addition in addition pauline i think you were saying that the family dream is to get to the olympics and win a medal or the elusive gold for the philippines like What is after that like, in relation to that? Uh, My
3: future plan. So after Taekwondo, well, one, I definitely want to finish school. That is, like, one of my dreams also because, you know, I've been sacrificing holding that that off. And on top of that, a family dream would definitely have to be, we're still, like, in the works of it, but having our own gym or having our own Taekwondo school or club, um, whether it's in the Philippines or in the U.S., that's still something that... I want to plan, or in the work, kind of, we're still talking with my dad and also my sister. So it could be like a family business, one that we're all passionate about. And um, on another note, hopefully, dive into a little bit of showbiz. So that's why I was doing, um, I know, a couple of workshops here and there. Um, but yeah, the main goal and priority is still Taekwondo. Nice.
2: All right. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and, and there's another question, Coach Andy. Yeah.
1: From Niren, uh, from the United Arab
2: Emirates. Um, oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, champ, what inspired you to learn Taekwondo? And for being an athlete, how do you balance between studies and being a varsity player? Do you feel any pressure? Ba? Um, and... Pabati naman daw birthday niya. Oh, then, yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> I know. Yeah, so first, birth- for Chandi's birthday ni oh.
2: Pauline sa August 17. It's it's oh. over. Yeah. A week over. Wow. So away, guys, e right? eh, birthday wishin na sila ngayon. Si Si yeah. Pauline yeah. na, then si
1: Nerene, si Pauline 17th. Neren. first, happy birthday. Yeah. Ne, Neren. then
2: happy birthday ni
1: happy birthday
3: Pauline. Happy birthday. So, now, uh so first and foremost, happy, happy birthday or in advance to Naren. Um, I hope you're doing well and you're safe over there. And um, to answer your question, so what inspired me to learn Taekwondo? Well, the inspiration actually kind of came from some, like my dad or even, you know, peers from what I can remember, like my classmates back then is, you know, if someone tells me you can't do something, um, that's, that's like a. Like I nope, I'm gonna prove you wrong, you know. But then on top of that, I think what also inspires me not just to do taekwondo but pursue taekwondo and and this dream is, um. I was watching a fight in 2010. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 2008, 2008 Beijing. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Right. 2008 right, Beijing, 2008 Beijing Olympics um Sir Tom Ligo and ma'am Tony Rivera from the Philippines competed in the Olympics in the sport of Taekwondo represented the Philippines and I said to myself one of these days that's gonna be me like Lord guide me and sure enough he did because I during that time I had no idea I was gonna fight for the Philippines like this like I'm so grateful I feel so blessed but that was such an inspiration. And I wanna pursue and keep doing this because can you imagine the impact that I can potentially have to those, um, I mean, to the now generation, that's like a young Pauline, uh, like a little Pauline, like looking at the screen or monitor and getting inspired. So this goes beyond sports. This goes beyond that. You're creating this hope, this fire in a little kid. And um, from now my understanding now that I'm older, um, Taekwondo can actually bring you out of, you know, for example, from province, you're going to move to Manila, then you go to school, that could be a scholarship, that's a full ride, in university, um, you can help your parents, and on top of that, you can, you know, keep pursuing a dream, a goal, there's this fire that and hope in you, so, um, yes, that, my answers are long. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, good. good, good answers, good answers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, so. God. Yeah. I'm just so passionate oh. about it. So it's like,
1: ah. Uh... Uh, we we could feel it. We could feel yeah. it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: yeah there, there are people wanting to greet you. Leo's represent. birthday. Yes! Advance happy <laughs> birthday to us.
0: Didn't ba okay. Di oh you yeah.
2: the Zodiac's Yaya? But, and then yun, from Carlos Santos, advance happy Thank birthday.
3: You.
0: Thank, Thank you. He's your favorite student, mo, Coach.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, <huh? laughs> yeah, he's actually my classmate. Coach yeah, actually Coach Sandy was my professor in Ateneo when I was in high school. Yeah. Just a b- brief backstory. Oh, really?
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ateneo dito. Medyo na- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you watch the games where Ateneo beat la sal, am I right?
2: I <laughs> no, it's too like I. That's I know that's like I had to learn how to do yoga because masakete eh, it was too painful. Like it was difficult for me to breathe, especially when I saw Coach Sandy celebrating. I didn't know him back then yet. But, like it, it gives me like like the papanikat ako wenang I
0: Danger. Ngagutigitigas sa galit, di ba?
2: Yeah, but I think. Ken, I think may magandang question no. Na we're Yeah, yeah, answer. yeah. Ayan oh, no, maraming atinista nanonood ngayon sa yeah. atin. Ano sa, sa, and sa and yung mga mga lista? Yeah, from Coach Ryan. One big fight. fight. 'Yan. And I think ito yung question that we were gonna plan on ano
0: no. Right? Ayun, from mm-hmm. Coach Sandy's favorite student, Carl Santos. <laughs> Hi, Pauline. What can you say about the support for the athletes here in the Philippines? Did it improve a lot, or are we still far away from the actual support that the athletes need? Yeah. yeah well, I think
3: first. the athletes here in the Philippines—we're um, definitely supported, especially um, with my association. Um, I definitely have to research more and be more informed than other, like NSA's. But with ours, PTA has definitely supported me, has invested in me ever since I was young. So, um, I mean, now, of course, it's it's an understanding that it's going to be harder for athletes to get, you know, their monthly salary because of, you know, the state that we're in right now, but it's, we're still getting something and they're still fully supporting us. And on top of that, it's not just a financial support, but they're there for us. We do Zoom trainings. the uh, PSC and POC, um, the Philippine Sports Commission and Olympic Committee still provide us with, you know, sports psych or if we need to talk about our injuries because we can't, you know, therapists can't come to us. So they still support us no matter what. And especially, you know, in this tough time, they always check up on us. But just like in anything, there's always going to be room for improvement. So um, anytime we need to voice our concerns, they've always given us a safe space and environment to, you know, say it out loud. But for now, for me, um, it's been it's been good.
0: Yeah, nice. So Pauline, uh, ever since you wanted to go here to the Philippines, the uh, the, the ultimate goal was to qualify our country for the uh, 2016. Uh, for the Olympics, rather. So mm-hmm. I think uh, mm-hmm. in 2016, you hit a roadblock. Uh, you lost yeah. in your attempt. Uh, to qualify for the Rio Olympics. So my question mm-hmm. to you is, uh, what do you think went wrong, and how did you handle that?
3: Um. So a little backstory, actually. In 2012, I was given um a chance, or had this hope that. I might have been able to compete for the qualifying um so what stopped me then was an injury i had um almost a meniscus tear my itv band was about a crack and um so my korean coach said listen you're so young try again in four years so i decided okay i'm gonna do everything i can um i'll right after i graduate high school i'm gonna take a break um from college and just train compete whatever i need to do so It's not a matter of what went wrong. I think the 2016 Olympic qualification fight bout I had was, I want to say a good fight. Um, And I'm willing to admit it wasn't the best, but (laughs) during that time I gave it my all. Um, I fought my heart out. Um, There's certain technical aspects that, you know, in Taekwondo technical terms, um, this could have scored or this couldn't have scored. But when I'm looking back at it, I really did give it my all. I trusted my gut in whatever I did and I had to live with the consequence and that consequence could either be positive or negative. And in this case, I lost. But um, I think during that fight, what I could have done, what I did good was I was assertive. I, I knew I deserved there. So I knew I deserved my place there and I fought my heart out. But the other side, what I could have improved on is use more of my left leg, You know, the technical side. Um, I could have you know, really like dug deeper, but looking back at everything, no regrets still, because it was a learning moment for me. Um, right after that, like what we talked about before, um, right after that day of tournament, I had another tournament, I had to compete. So I really had to forget everything that just happened. You know, I lost that. I felt like it was a heartbreak, um, actually much more Tough and a heartbreak. I felt like all of my dreams and aspirations just went down the drain, but I couldn't think like that because I had to fight again in two days. So, um, if someone were to ask me, What is your most memorable fight or memorable moment? that would always be it that loss. I would always say, It's that loss that gave me an edge in my fight today. Um, Because two days after, I was able to compete, but it was crazy. Like I was competing because I love it because I was having fun, no stress, no, like I was, um, so to speak, like, like when you dance in the court, like it was like a, a falsa, like it was just coming to me like like nothing and going out of the fight, I would like, I wouldn't be tired because I'm having fun. So um, yeah, like, wow, I'm actually like reminiscing and remembering it right now, <laughs> yeah. but yeah.
1: Was yeah, that the then, lowest point uh, in your career, would you say?
3: Um, I don't want to say the lowest point, but it was definitely the toughest loss I've ever encountered.
0: Right. But yeah. I think you used that as fuel because you won the yeah. 2019 SEA Games and it was really mm-hmm. special for you because your parents, for the first time, right? They watched yeah. your you live and... Uh, spa partida pa sa country natin so it's really special. But uh, I also wanna uh, walk through the process uh because uh, before the quarantine started or was it during the quarantine is was that where you contemplated on quitting before uh, the mm-hmm. Olympic qualifiers so uh can you talk us through uh the process of what happened uh what made you think about that? And how did you handle it? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So actually there were moments in tangent before, actually before did you say before the team or before the lockdown?
0: No, before the lockdown, like
3: uh, before the you, lockdown. You, yeah. Yeah. So um so like if you've seen the vlog that I have, yeah. it was actually real <laughs> I I was on the phone with my parents all the time and I'm asking them, you you tend to question what the point of it all, you know, I I you know work out so hard. I don't have a partner, but I'm really trying to tear my body out or try to get strong. Right. But I've always been like kind of goal oriented, and and I want to know the purpose of whatever I'm doing, whether it's drills, homework, or I just want to have a better understanding so I could put more value or or importance to what I'm doing, so it could mean more, so I can perform better. So, um, in the start of the quarantine. I was going through the motions. I was adjusting five weeks, six weeks, up until eight to 10th week. I was trying to see like, man, it's getting tougher. How do I even begin to to talk to my, my parents, let alone my dad that should I quit? Like, what even is this thought? Why is this like in my head? And like I said earlier, this is some sort of anxiety. So I had to like acknowledge it. Okay, you're feeling this way because of something. Now, if you know that because of something, then you can address it. But I honestly had to talk. I would just, you know, just talking to my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother, just hearing their voice. Then it reminds me nah, no, 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 You need to relax, calm down. Like keep doing what you're doing. Like you said, you're going to see it through. So I also have a lot of self. Talk. I know it kind of sounds crazy, but I have a lot of self-talk. If I can't write it down in my journal, um, I would have it in my thought, and then it would just like I would utter something out just to like put it out there. Like, Pauline, you can do this. It's gonna be fine. So, so then, um, that's why I created this blog because I'm sure there's so many athletes, so many young athletes, aspiring national team members, or aspiring um medalists who are going through it right now and i want them to know that that's okay but it's what you do that's gonna matter in the long run how are you gonna bounce back out of there how are you gonna create this grit from your from yourself to push through it and it's hard talking about this now because we're not even at the end of the tunnel we're not even at the end of this all so right now i'm i'm just saying that if you are going through it of course it's not easy, of course. It's not just gonna be like a switch that you can address right away. It's gonna take time, and even now, I'm still trying to deal with it. But um, through the couple of months and and talking to my parents, I've decided my mind is set that if there is or isn't the Olympics or whatever it may be, I still have that hope. It's still gonna happen. I still have this this faith in God that good things are about to come with everything that's going on, and I'm still gonna train. So. Yeah.
1: Go. Yep. Yeah, that, that's important, especially, you know, a lot of things in life. There's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Like this pandemic yes. or quarantine triggered that within you. And I think it's not just for mm-hmm. athletes, it, everybody can has it's that experience where something is triggered and then you react mm-hmm. uh like this is hopeless. I mean, what what where's the light at the end of the tunnel? I mean
3: Exactly, yeah.
1: Right. We're living in it's this reaction. kind of a situation right now, right? So
3: Yeah, I mean, if someone were to tell me in January that this would happen now, I'd I'd be like, no, no way. No way that that's going to happen. But like um, I said, Ganina, control what you can. If you can't control it, then it's how you react and how you accept it and how you move forward. I mean, you have right. to just accept that it's, it's going to be a process it does not happen like this. You don't become a superstar right away, you know. But um, right. yeah,
1: and, and it's hard because the when you compete, you can see the your opponent. But in these instances, you have to recognize that your opponent is yourself, your in, inner yep. inner demons, yeah. or you know, yep. self doubt, mm-hmm. or you know, yeah. uh, your insecurities. So I mean, we're what, so like, used
3: what, to like having something tangible that yes. when it's not there, how do you get out of yourself? How do you get yourself out of the funk? That's what I call it when I'm going through it. Um, I would just text my parents. i say, hey guys, I'm in a funk. Can we have a group meeting or, or something? I just need to let's hear your voice and let's just talk, you know? So, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just curious, um, Pauline, since you were we you were talking about quitting during this uh, quarantine when this pandemic happened, like you were sharing to us before when we were talking um, about the you you didn't party you didn't do what a normal teenager teenager would be doing uh, during your yeah. teens. Um, yeah. Was it did it did it occur to you that? I want to quit because I want to go back in being a normal teenager. Like, was there, like, did it ever cross your mind? Or looking back, would you have wanted to have that kind of, uh, like, a normal teenager? Or you had no regrets at all? Like, with that?
3: No, I don't think I regret it at all. I mean, looking back, those are the instances that, like, I'm not saying, disclaimer, I'm not saying, like, I'm better than anyone who who had a normal, like, you know, high school. No, but I'm saying those sacrifices I feel like have, made or kind of like molded me to the type of athlete that I am now because I know that some sort of sacrifices are worth it in the end. So when I wanted to quit, it's just um I'm tired. Like that was the thought that was going through my head. I'm tired. Um, My body, my, my, my brain, my heart, my soul for this sport, I'm exhausted. So that's what's going through my head not to have a normal life because I feel like even after Taekwondo, I feel like I don't think I'm going to want to have a normal life. I'm still going to want to incorporate Taekwondo some way, somehow. I still want to be, you know, working out. I want, because that's how I am as a person. I feel like, um, you know how they that there's that saying that there's there's not enough time for everything? Well, I believe that in some sense. But if you do, if you uh, manage your time well, then you can fit everything. So, um. Yeah, I just feel like I was just really tired, like tired from, exhausted from from overthinking, from having all these like like feelings and, and having all these um, like expectation and pressure on you. But I feel like now, now that like I'm actually saying it out loud to you guys and to everyone that's watching, I feel like that pressure, the right amount of pressure is good. Just like they say, the right amount of pressure creates diamonds. So that's, like, the thing that I've had in my head. So um, until now, there's always going to be that, like, ah, I don't want to get up. I don't want to train. What's the point of it all? But it's how you handle it. So
1: I'll go back to what Pauline shared when she had that loss. And then two days after, she had to compete. And nice. then she performed well. You said that, you yeah. know, you had a great time. Had to bounce I think back, yeah. That's hard. Because for, imagine, you know, for us, you know, imagine a loss, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be a game, a problem, a big yep. problem. Tapos, mm-hmm. you have to perform. Diba parang sometimes you just want to lie down and sleep, diba parang you have a yeah. problem, love life or whatever, diba? you just want to... Oh, that's a whole nother story. I can... <laughs> but then,
4: in yeah. days, you...
1: You you performed and you performed well. I mean, that says something about the kind of uh, mindset and character that uh, Pauline uh, showed. That you know, th- that's nothing technical. It's all attitude and mindset, deba. So ang galing na I think I, I I really love that, and you know, we can all learn from from that, Deva. Parang wow, that, yeah, that's you know, something else. You know, yeah. Yeah. Dapat tayo lahat. Diba? Yeah. Exactly. Yung,
2: yung, being able to shift no, from, from a lost, shift ka na, move forward. I think pag hirap, sometimes it's hard move, move on. Pag talo sa lasal, pag talo sa Ateneo, it's so hard for me to move on. Eh, diba? <laughs> parang, I think applying that, diba, some, like, on, on a serious note, applying that, move on ka na the following day. today, tomorrow it's another new day. Diba?
4: Parang, yeah. Another opportunity yeah.
2: for us. Diba? Yeah. For Ken, di ba? Pag, He forgot to do an errand
1: for his can say. he's angry. De ba? No. <laughs> <laughs> di ba? Right, or, right. Ano, bounce back, Ken, di ba? Right, okay. correct, correct. Bawe, right.
2: bawe, by roasters, chocolates, ba? <laughs> Daman, yeah. ba? I'm just curious. Right, parang parang Pauline, how do you approach like quickly bouncing back from that? And and my question is, because as an athlete, there are ups and downs. The challenge with, with downs, because how do you go up again? The challenge so, of
3: yeah, you when you're
2: back. at the top, parang how do you sustain that and go on another level? ba Parang yeah. sometimes, ba pag nag-champion ka, there's a tendency mag relax Parang how do you sustain that level knowing people are expecting there's a lot of pressure when you're on the top? Mm-hmm. Like what's, parang on your perspective, what's more difficult? Maybe this is something that people can learn from. And how do you manage yeah. the downs and the ups? And how do you bounce back
3: mm-hmm. that quickly? So I feel like um, bouncing back is definitely hard, but what from what I've learned is one, you just have to be resilient. Um, I know this is a lot of things that are like, go like I'm throwing at you guys, but I mean, you just have to find a balance. Yes, I get anxious and yes, like you have those moments, but then you have the grit, you have the resilience that, okay, this is just a loss, right? But what's important is, what can you take from the loss? Okay, think about one. I think about what did I do good first, because you know that's like the kind of makes me feel better. Okay, maybe okay, I did did well on this part. Now, what can I improve on? And it's not even I. Uh, took me a couple of years to get this right in my head, at least. I don't say now what it's not. What did I do wrong? It's what can I improve on and how can I fix it? And I have to take that with me because. If you just, okay, this happened and then you do it again and then again and again, that's insanity. And then expect a, a different outcome, a different result. That's, that's crazy to me, you know? So I've just tried to take every loss as a challenge to say to myself, okay, how can I get from here, the very lowest, to here? It doesn't mean I'm going to get here right away. It's a progress and I have to understand that. So, like, for example, a side story. in. Um, before T-Games, every tournament I joined from April, so I joined a tournament April, May, June, July, August, September, October. October. So seven tournaments, and two of those I got invited to one of the bigger tournaments. It's called the Grand Prix. You can only get in if you um, get an invitation if you're top, uh, six uh, sorry, top, oh my gosh, top 32 in the world. So I was invited. But being invited means that you're amongst the best. So each tournament I joined since April, I lost. I lost. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be like in two days, you're going to bounce back. Those months, I was in the verge of just throwing the towel in. Like, how am I even in the national team? Like those thoughts in my head. How am I even in the national team? Do I deserve this? Am I even good enough for sea games? Because I kept losing even the Opens. But then what I realized the pattern was, okay, I lost the first match. Then the next tournament up until the SEA Games, okay, I lost the second match. But then on the third round, what did I do right there to almost win? So I was looking at all those things that it's gonna be a progress. So um, I think just knowing that of course, it's not gonna be easy, it doesn't happen overnight. But um, that's what I really take from it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that, nice. that's,
1: that's a terrific approach, um, especially, yeah. um ba, kasi when you lose, it's like you, you used the word earlier, heartbreaking, eh, I mean, my gosh,
3: I'm dumb, it, it starts... ko sa like two days, oh, my teammates Tagalog and my pa. buddies know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my teammates know. Na pag, pag ako, wag ako kausapin. But it doesn't mean hmm. that I'm a at you or anything. Parang, let me talk. And then I'll talk to you guys later during dinner. Because I I just, ah, you know, that feeling. But then I've learned to control it. And I was worse before. (laughs) When I was younger, as in, you can't talk to me for a week. (laughs) But now it's a day. So much better.
2: (laughs) Before before Ken will ask his question, no, parang... Curious ako, coach Andy. I think yung ganun yung natalo ka dinamdam mo, That's a good sign, no, for coming from as you as oh, a yeah. coach, seeing that from an athlete. Yeah. That's a good sign, diba. That's a good yes, indication yes. that this athlete is taking it personally, talaga. Definitely, definitely. And
1: uh it's hard because if especially if you give your all. Yeah, you give your best, diba, thus you lose. The competitor and you will really, you know, really feel bad. You should,
4: yeah, yeah, right. diba? I mean,
1: right, right. Uh, it's natural. But I like Pauline's approach that she uses yeah. mental, you know, self awareness first. What does she Correct. need to improve, mm-hmm. um, Correct. to get better the next time? What does right. she need to learn? Diba? So she mm-hmm. doesn't repeat the same mistakes again and again, diba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very important, diba? if not, you'll still suffer mm-hmm. the same losses, they still have yeah. the same weaknesses, and then. How she manages to overcome the emotions with thinking, the uh, process she's, she's battling her emotions with this, yeah. the business right? Business sulking, you know. I mean, right? Hindi. Like, what? What do
4: you call it? Away,
1: away, the relationship, the parang smoke, kanalang. But no, no, no. You, you have to, diba? You have to be a little bit, diba? So that's, that's, that's. But
3: Koz, I have a question. Koz, I have a question for you. Wow, I'm the one asking questions. You're oh.
0: as <laughs> the host. Pede, pede host. Maybe. Have a host. I, I know you're the
3: guest. Next week, Koz. <laughs> but no, next week. Next week, uh, next week. <laughs> no but coach my question to you is for example you're you're as a coach for a team and you see that you your whole team just lost of course you feel bad because that's your team you guys work together but how do you motivate a team like that because there's a lot of you guys and there's also yourself feeling that way so how can like on the coaches perspective how do you motivate your team
1: yeah first of all i think we'd like to call everyone's attention that Pauline is already showing that she can be a good host in Showbiz after... <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So everybody, uh, take note. Okay, Pauline can be the next Gretchen Ho, you know, following yeah. her. Message, right? Okay. So we saw this here for the very first time.
2: get in, get in.
3: Okay. Ayan, then, 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 that's my addition, uh, ha?
2: <laughs> Coach, next week, next Go week, baka pwede siya, mag-i-guest-off siya, siya sa dito. Next week. Then, next, next week, tanggalin. Pag-available siya.
1: Kami napapalit sa inyo.
2: Oh. Ayo. <laughs> pwede. Eh? Hey, Coach. Coach, dinamay mo lang si Ken. Alam ko, ako lang yung gusto mo tanggalin kasi ako yung tagalasan. Hindi, hindi, yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, hey Dino, we need to hear. Who are we? We need
2: to Ah, okay, okay, okay. Kilang, <laughs> kilang, kilang, kilang. <pala>
1: <laughs> no, but eh, I think it's it, it's it's very important. Yung sinabi ni Pauline, it's very hard. But I think also that's where um you you because when you experience all of it, yung sinabi ni Pauline about preparation and grit, you overcome these problems by developing a very good foundation, by having experienced all these mm-hmm. hardships in training. Kasi hardship mm-hmm. in training is not only physical, it has to be mental also. Eh. And, minsan, mm-hmm. emotional. That's all part of it. And I think that um, what you said, uh, you know, sa amin, we have a lot na ko na sa, sa kay Dino at kay Ken, eh. uh, Even on wins, we have a lot of self-examination the things that we didn't
4: do mm-hmm.
1: correctly. Yeah. I think,
4: mm-hmm. I think
1: we we do a lot of mental also overcoming, uh, these things. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest, for me, biggest turnaround was, um, itong championship na sorry dino. You can log out first <laughs> if you want. Yeah! <laughs> but atine
2: atine with
1: LaSalle with, with Ben Impala. I think that's the biggest upset win that we've and ever experienced. No so, but, bro, but also remember uh, this. Also remember this. It's very hard because what Ateneo went through that season, we were 13-1, and one, elimination round. We lost to FU the first game of yeah, Final Four. And it. we were on the verge of losing Game 2. But Isaac Goh hit the 3 to force overtime. But we were on the verge. Imagine what every
3: biggest... The expectations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Number one, 13 and one, and you lose, diba? it would have been the biggest mm-hmm. parang, embarrassment that we would have experienced. We won. okay. Game one, we won. Game two, we were leading by 18, and we lost. So again, mm-hmm. if we lost game three, imagine, parang lamang na 18, and they lost game two. Parang it would have been the biggest letdown also. And we felt right. that Headed to Game 3, we felt that pressure of the Game 2 loss. But what I think, similar to how Pauline uh, attacked uh, losses, was this. Uh, we did a lot of, you know, mental... You've got to be mentally tough also. Diba? Minsan, mahirap yeah. kung masyado kang mapuso, kailangan <laughs> din eh. Diba? Sa buhay, Diba? So you it has to be a combination guys diba? Because It has to be hard right. has to be a combination yeah, just like
2: just, I agree, just
4: my question <laughs>
2: yeah just okay. like what pauline said earlier i think it's about working hard and smart as well exactly. it's, it's about think being I know i think that's what a lot of people tend to forget eh? diba? normally it, sabi nga nila ang sport, it's sport is a physical activity but theba it, you would agree with me, Coach Sandy, Pauline, and Ken. It's more mental than physical. Alayo, alayo. I think malit na part physical. physical eh.
3: parang, over the years, it shifts. Kasi. So you start off as physical. You build your skill. As okay. you're getting better and better and better, and you start to become, you know, a veteran or something. It shifts. Everything is like 99. I mean, in my head is because I'm like an overthinker, and I feel like a lot of athletes are like that also. Parang 90% is really mental. The 10% is you could just do that in your sleep. Like, literally. Like, I know how to kick. I know what, to, what movements to do. But if you're not in the right mindset, if you're not there, like, 100% there, like, how can your body follow? That's why, guys, side note, I'm taking psych in Ateneo. I really like to understand people. Whoa. And it's
4: like.
1: Yes. Nice. So, guys, uh, tala, isipin yo, parang, perfectian host as parang mala boy abunda pandating ne poline diba <laughs> like getting into people's
0: heads you know galing galing
2: galing galing nice.
0: yun ken Funny. i think you
2: have a you have a question for
0: yeah actually moving forward Pauline, uh i don't know you're you're currently still training for the olympics or uh, for the qualifiers right if ever the <laughs> olympics pushes through so uh my question to you is how, uh, what are the uh, different things you've done uh, in preparation compared to back in 2016? And what do you think will it take for you to this time qualify for that uh, Olympic slot?
3: Um, I think for this time is I really have to be way more prepared of knowing who my opponents will be. Because last time I knew them well. But no, but I'm I I am admitting that I didn't study them well enough. So this time, I mean, over the months, I've just been watching fights. Not not too much because I don't want to get like too too immersed with it that I get so like, ah, I want to fight already, you know. So just the right amount of watching fights, studying it, um, the opponents that I will potentially have, so that and then, um, not necessarily change it tactics but i really now i'm trying to sharpen the skills that i'm i'm known for like good at in the ring but also trying to tweak it a little bit more and add to my arsenal so it's hard to do now because we don't have a sparring partner a training partner but what i'm relying on really is yes of course work hard and smart and and keep your body well fit um the food that you eat really plays a big role in how your body is going to accept it and, and how you're going to perform. But um, what do you call this? I'm trying to um, do muscle memory. A lot of that I'm relying on muscle memory of doing it you know, over and over and over again, knowing my timing and speed and, and distance, which is definitely hard because I don't have a partner. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still trying to do the best I can with, with what I have.
0: Right. Nice. So, after you're done with Taekwondo, Pauline, uh, you mentioned during the pre-interview you wanted to teach mental awareness and you wanted to pass on uh, what you've learned from Taekwondo, the, your sport. So, uh, how do you plan on doing that uh, once you're done with your Taekwondo career?
3: Well, um, like I said, one is if I were to you know dive into showbiz or do something like this, hosting, or you know, just something that has a platform, I will make sure that this mental health awareness is out there. I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but maybe others could relate. But here in the Philippines, I feel like when you talk about mental health, there's some sort of stigma. But now slowly, when I'm reading articles online or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I'm like, wow, they're really trying to shed some light on mental health here because it's really important um, how can you, you know, be with the people that you love or be with yourself if you don't know what's going on in your head or why you're having all these thoughts. So um, that's one way, you know, just create, using the platform that I have or, or if whatever platform will be given to me, God willing, um, I will definitely use that to spread that. And on top of that, um, if I ever do get a chance to teach and have my own gym, that's always going to be you know, I'd I'd always be open to talk about it.
0: Right. Coach, you have uh, questions? Yes, I have a question. Uh,
1: uh, You know, you mentioned earlier uh, at the very start, uh, you mentioned something that I really like. Uh, You mentioned a lot of things that I like, but uh, Pauline, what (laughs) do you think? I stood out (laughs) with everything that you said. Mm -hmm. I'll answer it now. When you said that when you were a kid, you said that when your dad said, Oh, this is not for a sport for girls, Deba. And that I like that because you know I have a daughter. And um you know, with you being in a sport where the perception is it's a man's Mm -hmm. sport, it's physical, you know, Mm -hmm. everything, it's strength, deba. And it goes opposite or contrary to the image of a woman, na dapat, beautiful, you know, graceful, etc., etc., ba? na submissive, ba? not dominant at all, ba? I mean, um, so your platform, ba, is actually, you know, excelling in what you do, and being in this particular sport really speaks a lot about women empowerment, deva. Uh, not just in sports I think a lot of you know women out there can relate in life eh? I think that's more important diba? but you know uh, my question is uh when did you realize that wait wait you know i I, I can actually be able to you know do something more uh, about women in empowerment. And what do you, what what are your thoughts and feelings towards this?
3: So every time I get a question like this, it it truly is heartwarming because um, before I didn't know that I would have such an impact, especially on women. Like I didn't even know that I'm able to do that, especially coming from the U.S. It's not really a popular sport. I think here in the Philippines, it's still a growing sport. And yet people always ask me this question. Being in the sport doesn't mean you have to be, you know, muscular. You don't have to be a man. Although, yes, it's a masculine sport. It just goes to show that women have this type of strength, that we are capable of doing this, and that we can succeed. Because, you know, if if I didn't, like, win medals, it's just hard to, you know, talk about it. But because, like, I now that I have this platform and I can say this, we can succeed. And one, it comes from, you know, what you have inside. And it doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman, you can do it. But um, what I always look back to was when I think I was around 14, 14 or 15, um, a young girl was, you know, watching me fight in the States, um, a fellow teammate's daughter, I believe. And she said, Oh my gosh, I want to do this sport so bad, but my my dad won't let me. And then I like spoke to him and I said, Oh, how come? Why? Like, because it's a guy's sport. And I said, wait a minute, we're homies. So you're telling me I'm a guy to you, or I need to be masculine. I I, I need to be a certain gender to do the sport. I mean, look at me. My hair is up. I have a ponytail. I have ribbons on, on, on my thing. And that doesn't make me masculine at all. So that's, and then he said, you know what, you're right. This could also be self-defense. I can also enroll my kid for discipline and the values that Taekwondo has. So.'" That was like a flip in my head already. That's when I started to join, you know, clubs in my high school about women empowerment, um, you know, gender rights, et cetera. So then I thought to myself, I can actually um, inspire other people in this way. I just didn't know how. But when I did move to the Philippines, I saw that more girls are, you know, coming up to me or, or messaging me on and Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. They're saying, about you're such an inspiration. Keep doing what you're doing." You know, my brother. Um, he did Taekwondo, but when I saw you do Taekwondo, I joined him. So hearing that from a little girl, that just sparks like light and fire that, you know, the times where I'm having like some, so much self doubt, that's when I remind myself, it goes beyond sports. It's inspiration, hope, fire that's lit inside someone else. So, um, that's how I, that's how I see it. And I feel like I can do way more, um. But it's, it's always, you know, progress and I can improve on whatever I need to do. But um, I'm really happy about that.
2: Nice. Great question, Coach Andy. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, 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 ganda. yeah, um, Before we, like, get your advice on, on for our viewers, especially for the aspiring athletes, like, want to be a champion as well. Like, how mm-hmm. do you... Because they're... It comes surprise eh, yung yung popularity or, or winning a lot of I know, like you get so much attention and do you get overwhelmed by it? And how do you handle that know, type of situation? I'm just curious. Cause um, um ba, a, a lot of athletes, especially sa basketball, and also for you, um, you get over you get bombarded with so many messages and um attention. Is it something that you um welcome or is it something that you manage how how and how do you handle that
3: um i think in the beginning i was definitely overwhelmed especially like after like key games and stuff i was like oh my gosh like actually you know like people know me outside i always get messages right. or or comments but um it's not that i i don't like it it's that um i just have to manage it well and like know how to reply or who to reply to um how I present myself because one if you have this type of platform, anything it goes for all you know for celebrities or for athletes or for people high in power or any anyone that has a platform you you'd, you'd want to set a good example because just like in anything um, the youth, young people or even people who look up to you they're gonna imitate. So wouldn't you want to set a good example for the, your fellow, um fans and fellow peers so that's what I'm trying to do I just have to um like I always think before I say anything especially on social media nowadays you have to really think your words wisely and and if you feel strongly yeah and if you feel strongly about something think twice or three times and what I always think to myself is would my (laughs) mom or my dad want to see or read this with my Lola. <laughs> <or> my- <laughs> <laughs> like, my this. Like, you know, I really have to think like that because I mean, you wouldn't want the youth saying that, you know, you did something bad, you posted something bad, you applied the wrong way. You wouldn't want the youth to say, no, nah, Pauline did this, I think it's okay. You know what I mean? So yun lang po, you have to manage it well. It's hard. But it's yeah,
2: so guys, it comes uh, yung, yung, the the level that Pauline has reached, and, and it's gonna move to the next level when she goes for the Olympics. It's really you, a lot of pressure. As well. I mean, the, there's pressure in media, there's pressure, a lot of things, and then there's bombardment of messages coming from a lot of people. So, if you if you want that kind of be prepared for that kind of and being able to manage those all all of all of those things at the same time. And and maybe to cap this uh journey of yours and, and how you see yourself moving forward what would be your what would be your message or advice um especially to the people that experienced you know the people natin mga pilipino na experienced the pandemic with so much anxiety and worry like what would be your advice for them and what would be something that you want them to take away coming from the journey you've experienced from where you started sa sa states and going here to be part of the national team, what would be that message that you want people to take away from your journey?
3: I think um, it's really about, one, it's it's, it's hard to figure out your identity, right? That's already hard to begin with. But once you identify yourself, you identify your goals and dreams, I don't think there's anyone out there to stop you from saying you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. That's impossible. I think it's up to you to decide now. Kaya Khayan. Now, what's my plan to get there? You may not know it now, but what are like the small goals you have? Creating those small goals and then, you know, setting standards for yourself. How can you accomplish it? How can you achieve it? And one, it's always working hard and smart. And if you have for example, if you're an athlete or, or whatever it might be, there's there's gonna be this triangle. It's your coach, your parents, you so mm. those three have to go together, right? To pursue mm. whatever your whatever your dream or goal is, um, it could mm. also be if it's at work or school, it's you, parents, teachers, right? You have to work together to accomplish it. So that's um, the second one, and then the last is also this, like, well, we already, you know, covered mental health awareness, so that's also just keeping in check, being aware. If you ever go through that, but also just have this grit and resilience in you. Now, it's okay to lose. Those are the types of moments that's gonna make you better. Um, knowing that you will have that chance to bounce back is, but it's just your reaction and what you're gonna do in order to get back to wherever you were. So I. Guess.
2: Wow. So guys. Don't just work hard. Work, work smart as well. And always remember, um, for you, for you to get to the next level, you're gonna need support. So, sabi nga niya, yung triangle is about is having your, your your relationship, especially your family, supporting you as well as, um, mm-hmm. considering your coach, listening to your coach. Because mas iba yung experience nila, yun, de ba? So, yun. I mean, I think that's that's about um for the episode with with Pauline. It's really about ba- bouncing back. Um, and, and thank you for giving us an opportunity, actually, to uh, to have you here. And before that, of course, right? Um, you're building something right now during this quarantine, and I think this is a perfect yeah. opportunity for you um, to to get more subscribers, right, Pauline? So, talk about what, what are what are people gonna expect from from the, the platform you you just created, you have just launched last week, yeah. right? And then first
3: episode. Yeah, was, I yeah. just launched it or oh, my first vlog was yesterday. So if you guys haven't seen it, please watch it. um, Like and subscribe if you like it. And also this, this vlog is, it's like special to me because it's also a, a way to inspire and also for um everyone to see like a different side of me that I'm not just a Taekwondo athlete or I'm not just, you know, showing off or whatever. But there's Um, I also have a life outside of Taekwondo and I want to showcase that and, and also you guys can see what I do in training, um, what I like, what I don't like. And, you know, um, there's probably going to be some like funny side of it. like how to say certain things from Tagalog to English and then English to Tagalog, like stuff like that.
2: So (laughs) i have been
3: looking for more stuff. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And of course you have um your your usual accounts um, maybe invite people to follow as well. Uh
3: yeah. So um at my Instagram, Twitter, oh and also TikTok. <laughs> TikTok.
2: account. Sumasayo si uh, siya. I saw her I saw her TikTok
3: posts. It's just cuz it, <laughs> I thought it was just up like, to edit, but then I saw the dance and it's actually fun, you guys. So yes. And then um Oh, yeah. And my thanks books, I think you guys can just find me under Polly Lopez. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like- and of course, you want to thank certain organizations as well that has supported you throughout your journey. Uh, maybe take so, the time to thank
3: them. Yeah. To the Philippine Sports Commission, to the Philippine Olympic Committee, um, to the Philippine Taekwondo Association, thank you. Thank you so much. On top of that, to the MVP, MVP Sports Foundation for always supporting us in tournaments, anything virtual virtual playground my agency thank you so much for being there and to everyone that's watching and supporting thank you thank you thank you so much i hope you guys had a great time and i hope you guys um took some lessons during this um podcast and then this live so so thank you and to you guys thank you so much for having me and for allowing me to share my story i hope you're not sick of my voice because i certainly am (laughs) Um, but yes thank you so much
2: this is this is the last time you guys are gonna see Pauline here. I think there's a good opportunity for her to be here with us. No, Pauline. Yes. <laughs> real <laughs>
3: soon. <laughs> <laughs> yon, 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 real soon. I'm gonna say to the universe, it's gonna happen. Yeah. From, yes. Someday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm I'm attracting someone from La Salle as well because i na papelegiren na papalegiren na ako ng mga taga Coach Andy, any th- any words for Pauline uh, before she leaves us for tonight? Well, I think, you know, uh, I guess
1: more for the people uh, watching. Uh, um, I think what got you interested uh, to watch was, of course, uh, Pauline Lopez, uh, you know, gold medalist, all of her achievements, etc. Et but it's also very nice to listen and hear and understand her. Uh, as a person, uh, she shared a lot of her setbacks and her, her mentality, her, her approach, how she bounced back. And I think that hopefully instead of you know uh, just rooting for her for her wins, I think it's very, it, this was a very good opportunity to know her and root for her as a person. Uh, and, so excited uh, na ako mag-subscribe sa channel ni Pauline <laughs> <laughs> I will subscribe right away uh, but, no but really
3: I, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to talk about stuff that I've never really talked about in other T- TV shows or, or you know interviews but really thank you because this is like it's like I feel like so much weight has been lifted off my shoulder now that I opened up about like mental health so really wow. thank you Yeah.
2: Wow. And I'm sure people really admire you for being open around or for being vulnerable around that. No?
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. And and and
1: eh, kasi, you know, there's this strong gold medalist international athlete that shared her vulnerability, and you could see ang hirap eh, a lot of us we don't want to show vulnerability yeah. because we want to be strong,
2: you know, no Mascular,
1: yeah. But you can actually see her strength in sharing her vulnerability and I think that's something that we can all learn from Um, she's a very good role model for a lot of women a lot of girls young girls a lot of women but also she's a very good example to guys also to a lot of men out there you know um, I don't know she's a very good representative of women athletes because she excels in her craft in her sport um She can kick your butt, di ba? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't want to fight her, at, you know. Right. But So, but at the same time, de ba? That she's uh, also, you know, uh, has a very lively personality. She's she's pretty, de ba? Um, and I think this is very good. Um, of course, Dinas going pretty because I think what makes her more attractive is her personality, right, rather than her looks. Mentality, but, yeah. Uh, you know, but good example for all men out there, um, how to view women. I think that's very man. important. Women empowerment right. is not just for women; it's for men also. All the I'm guys, awesome. we have to, we have to recognize how, man. You know women are beautiful not just the looks how strong they are exactly. so you
3: know
1: how they're stronger than us in a lot of aspects man so you know we've got to look at uh, we, we've this is also something that women have to you know look at and think no, wait oh nga, no no we've, we've got to change our mindset how we view women also. Um they're they're they are equals, nice. and in certain respects, they're even better than us. Like I said, I'm not gonna fight Pauline, Deva. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fight her, man. ¿diba? So I <laughs> think this sense. is a very good opportunity for everyone. You know, uh we certainly I, I took a lot out of this uh session and like to thank Pauline and like to thank for love of the game for inviting me over. Uh thank you. Um, so, Yon, uh, Thank you very
2: much And thank you, Pauline For everything that you shared right. Thank you Thank you, thank you, Pauline Ken, do you have, ano? Um, Sa- Coach, hindi ka sama ka pa namin later on when after ni Pauline Kasi may mga questions sa'yo, eh May mga binatong mga Akala nila ikaw yung guest, eh. Pero <laughs> Nagtanong kasi sa'yo si Pauline Akala nila Guess ho si Pauline Tapos Ikaw yung guest namin <laughs> <laughs> so, Yung mga nagtatang niya Si Carl lang yan si O, oh, baka, baka, baka mga sadyante mo yun, eh. So, ayun, Ken, ikaw, you want to share your ano, um, appreciation also for
0: uh, Pauline, maraming salamat uh, for gracing our episode. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I uh, <laughs> really enjoyed and yun, leading up to the episode and even prior parang I had my, ano ba? Parang, ano eh, parang it's really a pleasant surprise how you've been so accommodating before the episode, tapos yung ngayon, uh, you've Shown your vulnerability sa mga tao, uh, your human side. Um, and hopefully, I won't see you in a pair of gloves uh, outside. Uh, no, But uh, on a more serious note, Pauline, maraming salamat. Uh, sobrang nag-enjoy kami sa episode. And I'm sure the viewers uh, would resonate to that. Uh, they've learned so much from you. Not just uh, the Taekwondo side, but the mental health but what you've been through so yun uh, thank you and hopefully mag-guest ka sa amin next uh, ano special yes, co-host yeah no there's
3: schedule line we can do yeah yeah
2: yeah oh yeah. Pauline thank you thank you actually nagkuwentuhan kami ni Ken kanina sabi nga na-intimidate siya sa iyo kasi akala niya english <laughs> speaking tapos di nagtatagalog but i you know getting to know you are very very yeah you're very damn do- I'm just i I'm tama kayo na intimidate ka kayo actually ako yeah, yung yeah. intimidate ako honestly because you were... Speaking English nga eh, Your accent is very, like... Ano talaga? Um, American. So, um... talaga ilong... But I really got to know you better here. And really... Thanking you for an opportunity for us to have you here. It's really an honor and a privilege to have someone like you. Um... That's really gunning for Olympics. And I wish you really all the best as you prepare for the Olympics. Know that... Um... The For the Love of the Game family is here to support you. Um... You always have a family here na you can always... Go to pagano. So yun. If you if you wanna have a platform that you want to speak to, this is a, one of the, those platforms that you are open to be part of. So um sabigung once here, you've become a guest here. Um you're already part of the family. Lexi like si Coach Andy is is he was a guest sa episode five namin, and he's here. Because I feel I treat him as a family. Kahit masakit na tinalo kami, no? Pero, <laughs> yun, thank you, Pauline. Um, <laughs> I hope, I hope you enjoyed your time here with us. um Best of luck. Best of luck with you. Thank yeah.
3: you, Thank you, Pauline. Thank you, Pauline. Yeah.
2: Yeah. for Just for time purposes, um marami nag-message sayo, um dito sa comments ng live. Maybe, take a, you could after this, um, you can take a look at it, um, your mga comments tilla because we're just di na natin ma shout out lahat eh, So, sorry guys, yeah, sorry. ang request namin sana at the start. Yeah, yeah. at the start sana guys, um, ma comment nyo kasi just go through it na lang Pauline later on uh, after okay. this. Ano. Thank you, Pauline. Bye.
3: Thank you guys. Have uh, a good night.
2: Bye bye. Yan, so <laughs> dami no. <laughs> Grabe, sobrang ano. Actually, Coach uh, Sandy, may mga questions pa tayo dito. But yeah, I think what Coach Sandy said about Pauline was really so, sums it up for the whole episode na yung women empowerment. It's not, not just about for women, but it's also for men to take note, diba? And yun, Coach, may mga ano dito eh. May mga, eto, nagsabi na, oh, Ryan Salbanera. Galing ng sintesis mo, Coach Sandy Lalo pa kitang naging idol. <laughs> yung college
1: kasi ako, nag-tesis ako eh. Kaya yung sintesis mo. Ko... <laughs>
2: Ayan. Ito, Coach, may mag... Ito, <laughs> Coach, baka may magandang... Baka biganda,
1: galit na sa akin si Ryan. Ang labo nito, babawi ko yung sagot ko.
2: Ito, <laughs> Coach. Coach, may tanong ko. Oh. Si Carlo man... Ang, kap... Ang haba. Ken, baka siguro magbasa niya ito si Diz. walang kwentang tao
1: to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coach Sean's question question. Gano'ng importante na yung coach also plays or used to play the game he is or she is coaching as a player? Kasi I would want to be coached by someone who has been there and done that. Tapos bonus na lang kung decorated din siya as a player. Don't get me wrong. Open naman tayo to be coached by someone who didn't play the sport or any topic for that matter. Must my credibility lang ba yung naging immerse in the same craft
1: I think it, it's an advantage uh definitely Because if the coach has gone through the rigors of practices of training all the hardship tas yung sa games then so the coach would understand uh yung player's perspective eh, ba? so right. that that certainly helps but not all former players na coaches have been good coaches. And not all coaches who had no experience playing uh, are terrible coaches. It right. all still boils down to the person. Because later on, siguro sa start medyo na, but later on, what matters na is um, how good the coach is as a coach. Diba? How he can bring out the best in the player. Uh, and there are a lot of ways to go about it. So I think it's an advantage, but um, hindi yan end all. Hindi yan end right. all. Right. Kasi coach,
2: ang, ikaw nakapaglaro ka, yung yung guest namin last week was coach Jeff Perlas, and hindi siya nakapag-college and pro, pro basketball, yes. but he's yep. able to establish himself. So depends yes. talaga sa tao, exactly. coach. Yeah. yeah. How are exactly. you willing to, kumbaga, yung passion mo, how are you Willing to work your butt off just to to make it happen for you, ayan. Exactly, exactly. Eh, uh,
1: hindi exclusive. Hindi exclusive. It's an advantage, but if iba, eh. pag magaling kang coach, kahit na ano yung background mo, I mean, if you work
2: at it, like what you said. Right. Exactly.
1: Very good example. Right.
2: Coach, eto hindi si since for the purpose of time. Um. Eto coach, ito may tanong, Ken.
0: May mag- yeah. Hi, Dino and Ken. Hi, Coach Sandy. Sorry for missing the episode with you as guest, but will not this wa- no, will, not pass, pass, will pass, not pass this one up uh, to ask you a question anymore. Being a father myself of two gorgeous girls, a six-year-old and a two-year-old, and a one-one. Tatlupala. Op- yeah. Okay. Tatlo. When, when is the perfect time to introduce sports to your kids? For Idol Pauline. Ay, wala na si Pauline. Pero yun, what is the best advice from your parents that motivated or helped you to be successful in your sports? Hashtag Dino Knows. Hashtag go for gold Yeah. Siguro yung first question,
2: si Coach Andy magtanong, when is the perfect time to introduce sports to your kids?
1: Uh, actually, ma- madami na maraming benefits ng sports. Actually, even yung example, uh, I have a story about my daughter. Eh. Kahit sa may time, may Jack and Poy contest. Alam mo, yung Jack and points it's na ka 20, yung ganon. Yung sa mauso yung Christmas party. Di ba? So, yeah. may end yeah. next Christmas party kami before. So, yung kids, yung Jack and Poy, na may 20 pesos ka, tas yun. Tapos she lost. Tapos umiyak. Umiyak. Isipin mo, Jack right. and Poy contest. Umiyak. So, you know, you, dun, sabi ko, oh, why are you crying? Diba? Because I lost. Diba? I mean, jack and poi is not a sport. But even in these, so I found a, a perfect opportunity to explain to whenever you play, whatever you do, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Whatever right. you do. Diba? So, right. uh, sports malaking bagay yon for the development of the child. Kasi mo resiliency. Di mm-hmm. So, nakakatuwa eh. Di na. I'm sure, you know, that na, as, as a father of two kids and one on the way, I'm sure mm-hmm. you've experienced that. Now, technically, sa sport, medyo iba yung ano ko with my daughter. Ako, kung ayaw ng daughter, like we wanted, my wife and I wanted our daughter to yeah. to actually enroll in Taekwondo. Gusto mo sa sa Taekwondo. Oo. Oh, taekwondo. But, magkato, uh, walang ko, siya ayaw ng anak ko. So, we're not forcing her. Um, but it depends on, like, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. Like, some parents would introduce the sport and then they the kid would eventually like and, you know, may, may ganun din eh. So, um, I think it depends on your own personal ano, uh, as a father. Uh, you know, sometimes mas kilala nyo pa yung anak nyo na ito, bagay to, itong sport na to sa anak ko or or whatever. Uh ako basketball ako eh pero yung anak ko parang hindi mahilig sa basketball eh. Hey, so, hey. parang eh because I've no force. Um kung map mahiligan ganya sige, may time volleyball pero hey. yon. I, I don't like I said, I don't know if what I'm doing is correct, but uh, hmm. ako ako 'yung
2: kung ano man mahiligan niya, I just support her in whatever she does she wants yeah. to do. Tapos, Coach, I think ikaw na rin sumagot nung tanong. What is the best advice from your parents that motivated and helped you to be successful in in the sport of basketball? In whatever ah, you're doing right now?
1: I think yung... Uh, from my parents, um, I started basketball late eh. My dad used to play, pero late na ako nag-varsity eh. I think the encouragement, the hard work, malaking bagay yon. Uh, right. Working hard uh, with something you want to do, di ba? You invest the time. Uh, you work hard for it. I think yun yung malaking bagay. I think echoes with what Pauline said, di ba? Ang dami sa talk niya, work hard, work hard, work hard. Ang daming right, benefits right. ng working hard, ang dami.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think just to add then, iba yung, iba yung feeling as an athlete when your parents are full out supporting you. Your presence sa competition, your your motivating words when they're doing good, and then your um feedback when they need something to work on, Th- that is something I think an athlete would really appreciate coming from a parent. Kasi yes, and so the balance, ang hirap i-balance yan, especially as yeah. a parent,
1: especially for someone, I've seen it a lot of times, father mother used to play basketball minsan yung advice gets to be over naman for the kid right, right.
2: Eh. it has to be a fine line kasi it's competitive, competitive yung parents eh community bring <laughs> coach
1: diba lalo na dapat ito ginawa mo dati ito ginagawa ko geng, geng, geng. though <laughs> it weirde eh. kasi i don't know for whatever reason if it's coming from the coach the same words that the dad will say the player relation to the coach more. Kevin said yung parents will approach us coaches. Coach, na bahala, yung dinahi, eh. Correct, correct. correct. na ba? Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes it's it's a fine line. I'm not saying that that's wrong. For some, there's a fine line, eh. and I think it depends on the depends na lang. Ang hirap, ang hirap, mahirap gawin yun. Like I don't know okay. if I'll cross that line when I when my kid grows up. I don't know.
2: I hope not, ba? But it's hard. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah shout out kay Yeah shout out lang sa friend ko no? um, coach Dino pa shout out Kam- daw kami kay, kay Riam so yeah inaano ko yan hi hi Riyam. so also i think meron dito eh sino ba yon um ayan the dad of ano Colin Lopez yes. agree sir nagagli siya kay coach ano Sandy women are indeed beautiful hi, and sir. the platform is for the world and for the young oppressed weak athletes humans thank you for having her you guys rock. thank you sir uh sir june for having someone like Pauline and in uh, building her up to who she is right now so um, isang karangalan to for, for you to to have you here with us um, tonight no? tapos hindi ko alam anong paking sabihin dito coach kp ken pangilinan daw
0: <laughs> patay tayo diyan <laughs>
2: Si Ken, I think it's also a perfect opportunity to thank people. Um, acknowledge iko baka meron kang ah promote muna natin, sorry, social media accounts muna um medyo na tayo, pero I invite everyone again to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at for the love of the game PH and on Twitter um, ft love ot game page. So guys, please tune in with us. Um so next episode natin which will mm. be on, Ken? Ba next episode natin? August
0: 12th. August oh, Wednesday, 8pm. So, another...
2: magaling
0: Another powerful woman uh, who succeeded in a combat sports really? most recently. So, di ko, in, uh, if you've seen our posters you'd know who our next guest is. Ito, tagayupi naman to, Dino. So, di ka no. dito, ha? <laughs> katipunan,
2: katipunan Katipunan.
1: Katipunan pa
2: rin. Katipunan pa rin. Grabe si Coach Andy, pinaparamdam talaga sa akin yung... Pagiging... <laughs> Ayan. <ano, laughs> <laughs> yun. Magaling... Magaling tong guest natin, no? Magaling to. Sobrang lupit um, Five months in preparation to see games. Kasi graduate lang niya ng college and then she won a gold medal after four right. years' stoppage do sa sport niya mismo. So kung sa guys, this is something that, this is the, a girl that you want, to or a woman that you want to listen to. And of course, um, Coach Sandy, anyone that you want to acknowledge before we end this uh, episode?
1: Uh, I want to acknowledge uh, Dino and Ken. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you again, thank you. Uh, and sa mga nagtanong din, thank you very much. Uh, I, I, I think sa mga listeners din natin, papasalamat sila for today kasi maganda yung, ano, natin, yung episode. Yun, Yan, thank you.
2: Sana Coach, like, enjoy ka naman as a guest host ngayon. Galing-galing nung mga nato, Coach. Sobrang, galing-galing. Sobrang, sobrang pro, sobrang pro. Coach, may tanong ako. <laughs> Babalik Medo, ba kayo, sa Kailan
1: training na, the <laughs> <laughs> Coach, kailan babalik training yun, if I may ask sa ano? Um, spike eh. <laughs> <laughs> sa
2: ko. coach, ano sa P- the, PBA, babalik
1: PBA, na. PBA PBA. Medyo na delay lang because of MECQ. Alright. So, um, depends, depends. But, Alright. uh the guidelines are there already, the protocols are there. Uh, meron na uh, even the PFF uh, right. and even I think uh, yung Chooks2Go 3x3 uh, right. pinayagan na rin ang GAB it's so the protocols are there so um, yun hopefully soon hopefully soon diba right. Right, right. pagdasal natin pero marami pang unang pagdasal kesa dun so right. ano, marami kayo oras na pwede nyo pagdasal siyempre right. Thank you. Pero unahin muna natin, mas importante yung pagdasal natin, di ba? Right,
2: correct, correct. Ken, you want to thank anyone before we wrap this
0: up? Coach sandy thank you so much uh, for gracing our episode. Ayun, kausap ko lang last week si Coach Potit eh. Sabi, yes, Coach sands talagang, ano eh, makulit yan. <laughs> and ayun, sense, thank you. Thank you, uh, si Coach Potit, So, we yeah. ka-usap ko siya last week. Uh, tapos, speaking of Coach Potit, thank you sa mga kasama ko sa New Beast Broadcasting Academy. Most specially kay Sir Noel Zarate, uh, Sir Jay De La Cruz. Uh, and then, shout-out kay Monica Riccafranca who's celebrating her birthday today. I Uy, think happy, birthday. Be, uh, hey si happy birthday!
2: Hey, Monica, Happy
0: natin. Salasal! Salasal. <laughs> 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 Ayun, tapos, baba. Um... Ayun, uh, shout out din kay uh, Sir Gab Ferreras, uh, he mentioned eh uh, sad news our condolences to the family. Ay, oh, nga pala. Kay Coach Ron Dulay, yeah. who's a former UP volleyball coach ng women's team yata if I'm not mistaken. And Ateneo din ba coach? Ah, sa ko, yeah, I think sa Ateneo, yeah, Ateneo din. Sa Ateneo din eh. Uh, so yun, uh, condolences po sa family nyo and yeah, kay Si Pro Pato, who is the son of former Taekwondo Secretary General Elmer Pato. So yun, yeah. sad news.
2: Uh, condolence, condolence uh, Condolence to the
0: family is, Yes, big losses sa uh, sports community Ayun, uh, tapos Thank you sa D-Boys Lalo na si Carl na naglakas lo no, mag-comment sa kanyang uh, ayun, fanboy talaga siya ni Poline, uh, So ah, thank talaga? you Ah, Comment oh. na, hihikilig pa siya eh Hihikilig pa Siya, sila Carl Si Tim
2: pa lang mga favorite student mo, Coach eh
0: ayon si Kyleo si Diz, <laughs> Carlos, si Carlos CD's, si Conseal Joshua Heli, yeah, Maya Jordan, Maria Guerrero, at yeah, mga 'yan. Tapos of course, si Yani always supportive, uh, si Arsenic, uh, sino pa Hi, ba? Yeah. And of course, my every supportive Yance, Nadia, uh, thank you so much. And Kuya Ray, yan idol na idol kanya Coach Sandy. Sina kanya sa ABL. Eh. So yun, so yun, thank you very much. Uh Dino, thank you and the dream team uh, yeah. working behind the scenes, Marion, uh, Ice, Jod, Rowan yeah. and Neil. Maraming salamat. Okay. Thank you. And, Heidi, shout- thank you. and Heidi, shout out shout out kay Heidi yeah. nag-tune in din kanina. So ayo maraming salamat. Wala, wala siya ID
2: ngayon kasi parang alam mo yung book Coach Sandy na she's gonna contribute daw eh. Alam mo daw yung book na yun eh. So she's yes, gonna yes, be busy with yes. it. And then uh-huh. next week, she's she has sa shoote eh, sa documentary sa Malaysia. So she can't be here with us but of course know that she's al- also already part of our family. So guys, thank you for tuning. Thank you for our family and also for be- for those that believed in us since day one. Uh, maraming salamat. ko Sandy, maraming salamat for giving us your you. precious time. I had fun uh, joking with you around the Ateneo and in Lasal, no? Never gets old. So yon. Nice shirt, nice shirt. Yon, yon. Oi, pasalamat para sa lahat ng sponsors 205, uh Ceres yes. bakery um uh sip and tea. ano pa kain? Uh Comida Rice, Rice Princess saka Aval para kay. Also, okay Rebel Sports, thank you for giving us this this type of shirt. Maraming maraming salamat. Um excited for the the shirts that are going to come out ng for the love of the game, no. Yan, so, Bagay yan. blue
0: kayo, bagay blue. Then <laughs>
2: Filipinas! Filipinas! <laughs> Pero yung, ano, yan, yan, yan.
0: So, Ken. Ayan. Ayan that, wraps, that wraps it up for our ninth episode on behalf of Coach Sandy Ayos Pacociaga, Dino Lee. I am Ken Pangalinan. So long and see you next week on For the Love of the Game. Bye, guys. Thank
4: you.